Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Orlando. Yes. This is Adam. This and, is Nicholas. And this is Mark. Yes! The three of awesome. us are back. We've yes. been on like a long break. Yeah, it has yeah. It has been a long break. Oh, it's, it's, it's been a busy one, I have busy. to say. Uh, I know uh, down here in Florida, I think all of us were being blessed by Nurgle multiple times. Yeah. I know I have. We yeah. had yeah. So, family vacations. Yeah. Like, uh, we, mm-hmm. Alternatively, we were each out of town. Yep. Uh, just yeah. alternating weekends, and then yep. sick, and then busy with work. And, and then sick again. Like, yeah, like yeah, from I don't know what's going on, and we, then and then we're in a pollen season down here, so that's oh, actually an official season. It down makes you here in feel Florida. like you're sick. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, and then it, all of a sudden you'll be like, "Oh, I'm sick," and then you're like, "Oh, I'm not sick." Oh, yeah. I'm no, sick. I'm no, no, no. Yeah, I'm sick. If you haven't experienced the pollen season in the southern United States, southeast United States, don't. Oh man, <laughs> ever. It's, it's thick. There's places where I can go outside and actually scoop up handfuls of yellow pollen. Yeah, some, like, some I can like yeah. I make know. a ball of pollen. Pollen fights. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The North shovel snow. We yeah. shovel pollen. Yeah, you think like, oh, that pollen counts really high. What does that really mean? It means you can actually like my green yeah. car is yellow with <laughs> pollen. It's yep. just it, throughout the day, it just collects. It, it, you don't have to have allergies. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's actual poison in the air. It's actual like they yeah. talk about like the smog alerts in like mm-hmm. California and mm-hmm. everything. We have pollen alerts. <clears throat> yep. It's that bad. Yeah. And it's always like here's a map of the country and where's pollen bad? It's like Florida fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Central <laughs> Texas yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's just awful. I, I swear to God, it's like the uh, what's the movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Oh. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan movie. The, happening. Uh, the, the happening. Yes, yes. Where the trees are killing yeah. everyone. Yeah, I feel like that's the uh, yes. Yeah. I think there's I, truth I, to we, that. Li- we live that every day. I have a pseudoscience theory that I like to throw out when mm. I'm drunk at parties, and this this counts. So my pseudoscience theory is that so the way I understand evolution to work, it's only the strong that survive, right? Well, mm-hmm. Darwinism, right? Right. So the trees. Yeah. yeah reproduce with pollen by pollinating so as we cut down more trees the only trees that are going to be able to reproduce are the ones that produce the most pollen and spread it the furthest Mm. so if we keep cutting down trees the only trees left are going to be trees that just jizz pollen everywhere (laughs) that just produce the biggest thickest rain of jizz pollen yeah and that's really what it is yeah I really don't like that thought. <laughs> That's what we're breathing. I, I why? When your why'd nose you have is, to bring that up? <laughs> anytime you're congested, anytime you're like, my yeah. hay fever is acting up. Yeah, no. you're just full of yeah. tree sperm. It's your, it's, so it's your, basically your jizz fever. <laughs> yeah, your tree exactly. jizz fever. It's, it's just like oh, tree bukkake. Just bukkake of tree. All, all, each one of us when we walk out the door, just, uh, <laughs> just, just reveling in it. Just reveling in it. <laughs> Tree bukkake. Don't Google it. 
<laughs> we got a long list if you don't of, know of, what of things not to Google. Believe me. Don't Google. <laughs> I guess it's not a family podcast, but it's in, it's know. a foreign word. So if you if it's cursing in a different language, is it really cursing? It doesn't really count. It doesn't count. No, right? it, doesn't it, count. it only counts if you know what it is. Yeah. Right. And, right. So hey, and sperm on. is part of life. It's true. That's a genetic. It's the it's start like, of life. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that is just that's a scientific term. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is. Yeah, you know exactly. what pollen is. It's not a dirty word to say pollen. Yeah. So kids, so. if your parents haven't told you yet, then uh, <laughs> go ask them right go now. Go ask them right now. Tell them we <laughs> don't, told you to ask. I don't want you to have learned it from a podcast yeah. <laughs> about yeah. Warhammer and Dungeons and Dragons and yes. drunk people. <laughs> so, but yeah. So if you're first time listening to us, we are, we are, uh, primarily warhammer and dungeons and dragons podcast mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. tree genetics yep uh, a little bit about that yeah. a little bit about that we, lo- yeah. we we watch a lot of movies we drink a lot of beer and mm-hmm. we like to relate all of it together together in some way it's all the fun stuff what are we drinking what's our beer tonight uh this tonight is a new release by the wonderful uh, brewing company called uh, lagunitas mm. and uh it is uh, the waldos i believe right yeah the waldo waldos yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, very it's tasty, good. very yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it is good, a little too good. Yeah, it's got a nice light IPA little, kind of, little floral uh, notes to it. Yeah, right. it's got that creamy texture to like the uh, like uh, a little bit like the hop stupid that mm-hmm. they put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, For, even like a little creamier. Yeah, like the carbonation strong. It's yeah. almost like drinking a soda. Yeah, yeah, it's really tasty. Yeah, yeah. enjoying it. Strong cream soda. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I would, you could say a hard cream soda. That's yeah, what call it. Like, right. It's like a hard butter beer. Yeah, right. old granddad's cream soda or yeah. something like that. Is that what they say? Old dad. <laughs> old granddad. Isn't there like old a dad's... brand of root beer that's like your dad's root beer or your your you know? I, I feel like it's too close to the previous conversation. Yeah. Like, let's just. I just want to <laughs> yeah. move on. Yeah, that's too. Uh, <laughs> your old too dad. I feel like there's like old, grand, old old granddad is like a type of whiskey. I think too. Right? Is it? It's a type of liquor, but Google if you it. say old granddad's Google cream it. soda. Google old, it. We're, old, we're, 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 oh, I heard the stories. Old granddad's we, cream soda. That's where you came from. Yeah, you came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> old granddad's old cream, granddad's soda, cream soda. We should put that out. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's really just just awesome. I mean, because I think about podcasts, and I think about when I listen to podcasts, and I think about like I'm trying to drive to work, and someone's talking about Granddad's Bukaki. <laughs> and then you get to work, and you're ready to go. I was going to say, what what what, what, <laughs> right? what 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 better way to start your day? I, I guess it depends on your line of work. Yeah, though that yeah. is true. And you're sitting around the 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 conference table and everybody's like so what what did you guys last learn before you came in today i'd like to know enlighten like me a, a, a yeah. team building moment yeah, like exactly. yeah what was the most recent thing you learned well right. i googled the word bukkake right. <laughs> <laughs> old granddad's <laughs> and you know clicked images and it, oh, it was no. just over <laughs> no no nothing good to be all right uh, so anyway warhammer so what's been yeah. going on uh, in the world of Warhammer? So we're right now recording oh this in early May. Uh, it's actually May, May the, the 4th. May the yes. 4th. May the 4th be with you. May May. And also with you. Yes. Thank you. May the 4th be with you. As, yeah. as a Catholic, I always need to respond also to that. with you. Yeah. <laughs> or, I was going to say <laughs> recovering you. Catholic, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, 
I would like to talk about my ongoing saga with White Dwarf. Mm. You have had the epic battle. You have gone toe-to-toe with them. You yes. have... I have seen your your pain, your frustration, uh, many different levels of all of that. Um, tell us, please, because uh, I know we highlighted it a few times on the previous episodes. Yes. We talked. Um, I have officially uh, canceled my White, White Dwarf subscription. I am done. I am out. I am done. I called them, and I talked to them, and every every time it was late, I would call them and I'd say, hey, you know, my subscription's late again. Is there anything going on? And they'd say, nope, it's just running late. We're sorry it's late. Here's an extra month. So this happened for a few months. And then they put out something very recently that said, all right, we're having a problem with our American distributor. When we ship it to the distributor who takes it from the warehouse and then sends it to people's homes, this distributor... uh, cannot guarantee the time we guarantee as part of your subscription so our we cannot guarantee the time we said what they used to say when i signed up what they said was get it the same weekend directly to your home Mm -hmm. you know so oh yeah usually it's the first friday or first saturday of the month that it shows up in stores you're supposed to as a subscriber you're supposed to get your white dwarf the first saturday of the month every month that's their deal that's what i signed up for it hasn't happened at all yeah and so every month it doesn't show up on that saturday i I call them and i say hey you know the following monday i call them i say hey you know it was supposed to be here saturday it never showed up i said well we're very sorry here's an extra month to your subscription Mm -hmm. so then they put this thing out and said well now we're not going to guarantee going forward they emailed everybody that has a subscription they said the friday after that is the last day it can be delivered and we will still consider it on time so if it's the second what? Saturday of the month and you haven't got it, then it's late. Hmm. So expect it before the second Saturday. That's their new standard, before the second Saturday. That's not right to me. Well, but that hasn't happened. It still hasn't happened. Right. Yeah. So not even within that week span. No. Right. I so, so just got April's April's. Thing. Yeah, I got White April's. Dwarf. Was it Monday? Yeah. When yours came, Saturday? The same day you got it. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, I've had it in my possession. The April issue, I've had in my possession for less than a week. Right. And it's May already. Yeah, it's May. It's May the 4th, like yes. we just said. <laughs> so three days before the end of April, we got our um, White Dwarf. From Yeah, for April. For, for April, yeah. This is also, side note, real quick, yeah. your second rendition of issues with white dwarf because yes, issues maybe, with my white dwarf issues yeah so two years ago maybe mm-hmm. you had also subscribed to white dwarf i did and it was the same thing where it was the same kind of problem it but was they had actually subscriber. guaranteed that you would get it before the store got it right they Wasn't said that... you would get it the same day oh okay. they okay. what they what the subscription thing i signed up for back then was get it the same day and it was like a special deal get it cheaper and the same day mm-hmm. if you subscribe instead of buying it in the store yeah and, and that's what i signed up for and they kept telling me like well we're giving you the issues i'm like i know but i didn't just sign up to get the issue i could right. go to the store and get it what i signed up for was getting it at my home the same day as you can get it in the store that's what i signed up for yeah and if you can't do that then that's not what i signed up for so yeah. That was the last time, and the last time was 
what they kept telling me was it, the American distribution group, the whatever company handler that they signed up for within America, completely dropped the ball two years ago. And now they've got a new one. And this one's dropping the ball. And this one, like, screwed it up so that they ended up being a whole month almost behind again for April. Yeah. And now they won't guarantee it yeah. less than a week late. Like, they, they, they'll they say, you'll you'll get it between the first Saturday and the second Saturday now. Well, I, I actually just emailed them, too. Yeah, that's what they say. And they, they said, uh, we can't guarantee that you'll get it, like, by a certain time. They, they can't just say, say... No, they, they actually told me... They won't me, even say a certain time. Yeah, they didn't tell me... That I would that they would guarantee it by a certain date. They just said they couldn't give you anything <clears throat> whatsoever. Well, what nope. they said was, "Hey, you're getting the special issue cover." Like I don't care, right? Yeah. You know, seriously. No, yeah, I'm not a collector. Yeah. I, the only thing I want is the information as soon as possible. Right. Yeah, and that's what I told them. I said in the email, like, "Hey, you know, I would rather just go pick it up at the store the day it comes out or a couple days after it yeah. comes out." If I, you know, if I'm not guaranteed to get it at the same time, yeah. And if you can't guarantee that, then, then I'd, I'd rather support my local store. Yeah, I agree, so. absolutely. Yeah, wholeheartedly. It's true. Because it's not, you know, right. So you dropped your subscription. I, I just you. dropped and my just dropped it as well. So so let's visit that, our favorite stores. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I I go like it because I I did not have one. So I would go to the store, and it was nice because I usually I needed some other things, a couple you know pots of paint, you know maybe another brush. Get to talk to the store owner for a little bit, you know, yeah. see what he's been doing up to, maybe meet some new people who are there gaming. That's a yeah. nice experience. Yeah. So I don't understand. And another thing I don't understand is, you know, with with the digital age, why why wouldn't it come out, you know, in a digital format? Well, they had a problem. They they canceled their digital edition. And I don't know what the deal was with that either. That they, they had a digital white dwarf and they just canceled. Yeah. They stopped doing Cause, it because it seems like if they did that, they wouldn't have any problem with it the getting out there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe they were cutting into their own profits. I mean, it was like a financial thing. I don't know what the reason would be to cancel the digital edition, but they did. They canceled the digital yeah. edition. So when, whoa. Whoa, yeah. good my save. Just brief tremor here yep. in Central Florida. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gesturing. I'm a very gesture when I talk kind of person. Yes. I, and I, my beer is out of my line of sight, and I almost gestured my beer right <laughs> off the table. Yeah. So uh, I called them, talked to them on the phone, and said that, okay, this is it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm canceling my subscription. Like a few. I want my money back. Yeah. And I said, well... It looks like you've had several issues already. So the best we can do. Yes, I have had several (laughs) several issues. I've had many issues with my issues. (laughs) Uh, So I have been delivered four issues of White Dwarf. Mm. And they said, well, because of that, and because you keep, you know, every time you've had a problem, we've renewed your subscription with a new starting date. So at this point, uh, you are going to get both. If you cancel today, you're going to get the April that that I hadn't received yet at that time. And you're going to get May. It's going to be delivered to you. Um, so if you cancel now, we'll pay you back the 12 month minus the two issues, which ended up being something like $75. And they said, or <laughs> we'll give you the full year subscription money back as, uh, GW money, like, okay. uh, website 
uh, credits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? like a voucher, okay, sure. like a credit right, on gotcha. the website. Yeah. Mm. So I did end up going with that. I went with a ninety dollar credit on the website. Right. Was and the yeah the option I took? What, what did you end up doing? They didn't give me an option. They didn't give me. What did they do? They just said your money's refunded. Oh. The whole thing, ninety dollars. I don't know. They didn't. Oh. They. I asked oh. them. I said, "Well, they just said, hey, your your subscription is canceled." And okay. I said, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So does that mean like I get my money back or? And they said, yes, your money has been refunded. So I have to look in my account, and then I guess I'll see oh, if please it's, know. you know, like, if, did I get my full, you know, $90 subscription back? Or did they or just did pay they you back? prorate it based on how many issues they I've received? Because I think I started a month after you, so I yeah. think I've gotten three issues yeah. since I've started. So I'll, I'll see. They didn't really give me the option, and I, I wasn't really going to argue with them. But I'm, I'm going to argue with them. I want to argue with them. Well... You know I mean, what? let's yeah, call I mean, them right depends. now. And argue. You know, like if I get twenty five dollars back, that's different. But if I get if I get my your full ninety, my full ninety back, yeah. then, that then then yes, yeah, problem good. solved. Yeah. So what? Okay, so say they come back and they give you your money back minus the issues you received. Then yeah. what's your next step there? Um, <clears throat> I think I'll ask. You know, oh, so I get my so like. I don't know. I guess I'll email them back and say, "Well, you you said you would refund me my subscription. The total like subscription wasn't refunded." Yeah, yeah. You you know it's minus fifteen dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I'll see what they say. Yeah, but I'll because then I'll see what they come back with. Yeah, but yeah. I'll leave that open because it's, I'd like my fifteen dollars back. But yeah, true. Because I feel like it was like I feel like my experience. Um, yes. Was not top notch, and and and, and it's not customer that, service. Like, it's basic customer service. It is it really what it is. Is is it's um, I could have just gone to the store and gotten it. Yes. Could have. It's a subscription. Yep. You know, in in today's day and age, the information age. Why is it that m- for me to get my copy, I have to wait three more weeks past when everybody else can just go to the store and pick it up? Yeah. I there's no committed reason. to a year paid a year's up front to get this subscription and now I'm waiting three weeks more than everybody else multiple months in a row yeah my you know it's kind of like well it's not like it's a cheap magazine no that's what it is it's not like we're playing a cheap game it's not a cheap magazine it's not any of that it's like so if you're going to pay if you're going to charge me a high price to be a part of this game, then you need to deliver a high quality product. Yeah, and part of that product <clears throat> service. Is, is is the service yeah. is the delivery yeah. of the product. Yeah, that's that's what we've paid for, and that, and it was clear prior to their more recent updates, their recent policy. But you, you know that policy, you even that I don't think that policy. Maybe that policy is there now for people that would subscribe now, hmm. but if it's not upfront. That you're not going to get it that first weekend of the month. That's that's a big deal. It needs yeah. to be upfront, black and white. You will not get yeah. this on time. Yeah. yeah. And they were giving you no date. Like yeah. like you'll get it eventually. Yeah. You know you Correct. might get it with next month's. Correct. You know you might yeah. get it after next month. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, you don't know. Oh, no, exactly. And, we got nothing for you. And honestly, like when I look at the content of what's coming in the White Dwarf, when I actually read this most recent White Dwarf, I didn't. I wasn't actually impressed. No. Yeah, me either. I yeah. so there's interesting stuff. 
They are. They are. Uh, the one thing in the April issue that I really liked, there was a, uh, an Age of Sigmar code of conduct section. Yep. That was interesting. Yeah, and I I, I want to go over that again and, and, and put that out there and talk yeah. about it more. But it was like uh, how to behave when you're playing with someone you haven't played with before, or if you're at a tournament or something like that. How like what's the code of conduct that we expect of fellow Age of Sigmar players? You know, yeah. I think there's uh, some people out there that uh, really need to take notes on that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And right. It, and and it is interesting to hear from Jarvis Johnson. Yeah, Jarvis. Or Jarvis Johnson. No, Jarvis. <laughs> Jarvis, take the wheel, the, <laughs> the Avengers. Uh, uh, but Jarvis. Jarvis Johnson. He's, he's, not, he's not Tony Stark's butler. No. No. Yeah. No, but, he, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see that put in black and white. Here's what we expect of each other. It's, yeah. a, it's our, our social compact and that it pa- passes forward, passes on to other people that mm-hmm. this is what we expect yeah. of each other expected fellow players yeah there's interesting stuff in there and, and i look at white dwarf and i expect what we used to get from dragon magazine in the 80s and early 90s which the dungeons and dragons was dragon magazine that's the one that tsr put out in the 80s and that was i i think they are comparable magazines as far as content and yes. quality yeah. and depth they are comparable and i think in a lot of ways white dwarf is better in a lot of ways but there's a lot of ways that dragon was better too and that dragon always had something it always had something you could add to your game agreed and that yeah that was going to be my comment as well yeah that big plus yeah so white dwarf whatever game i'm playing if i'm gonna pay you know that nine dollars for this magazine each magazine should have something that adds to my game. Mm-hmm. And if I'm 40K, Sigmar, Underworlds, whatever game I'm playing. Or that they're putting out. Yeah, whatever they game. need some content. There needs to be something in there that I can add to my experience. And there's always great tutorials and always great guides mm-hmm. with painting and, and articles with people's experience. And there's lore and there's stuff. But, but they put a lot of that out already. Online. On like Warhammer TV and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, community so and stuff. Yeah, I feel so, like the yeah. the painting side of it isn't so introspective, because like uniquely introspective. Yeah. Whereas, because I feel like I can get that from Warhammer TV <clears throat> on and, YouTube and all these <clears throat> other people that aren't officially yeah. GW, they're out there on YouTube. Yeah. That are creating that kind of content. Like, you want to paint it in a certain scheme, teach mm-hmm. you how to use an airbrush, teach you how to use the different types of painting techniques, dry brushing, yeah. edge blending. highlighting. Yep. Yeah, all, all that. that. Yep. Yep. Um, but if they gave me something that I could use with another person in a game, mm-hmm. I understand, like, if they were to say, like, hey, here's an artifact, and it's like, okay, but in order to get the artifact, I have to buy the magazine. You know what I mean? Like, now, and then now it's gonna... turned into, like, in app purchase style stuff. Yeah. But and that's not and yeah, that's not something you can really right. Yeah. I don't feel like I would want that. I feel like, but like, hey, here's a here's a battle plan to play yes. with another person. Like, it's that's a great even, example. It's a that's, balanced. I like that. It's yeah. a sort of balance. Yeah. So like, when I started, my first white dwarf purchase ever was this subscription three months ago. That's your first white dwarf you've ever bought. First white dwarf purchase ever. Because when I first started this game, I was like. 
I don't have the money to spend on White Dwarf and these models. And game, I need to spend it on the game and the models so I can play. Plus right. the paint, Focus the glue, right. the everything, the, yeah. the new battle bags, right. like all the stuff to bring. Yeah, right. It's, still, it's, it's yeah. a financially burdening right. hobby. Right. So, so I'm not working for pennies anymore. And so now I can actually afford a White Dwarf subscription. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And the first month was brand new skirmish rules. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's. There were two reasons I resubscribed after my two years ago experience, where I said never again, and then but then I did it again. Yeah, I drew my line in the sand. They stepped over it and I said, okay, uh, draw a new line. I yeah. drew a new line, <laughs> and they and they stepped over it. So, huh. uh, but okay. So the two reasons: one, because we're doing this podcast, and I want to be informed. Yeah, I want I want to just have. Even I, I, I'm not gonna have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers. I don't want all the answers. But I want is a lot of information. You know, I want to yeah. just, I just want to know what's out there. You know, and have lots of ways to consume that information. But the other reason that hooked me was new skirmish rules. Yeah, and I thought that skirmish, what what I think if I was them, if they wanted to bring it back and save it. Skirmish is how I think they should go forward. I think they should say that skirmish is a, it's a narrative play. Mm-hmm. It's not a, like you know three ways to play. Skirmish is you know it's somewhere in between the matched and the skirmish or, or the narrative, but it's if they had skirmish content every month. Yeah. If they guaranteed skirmish yeah. content every month, I guarantee I would, I, I pretty much guarantee that I would buy it every month. Yeah. If there was new skirmish battle plans and new, it's yeah. fun. It's fun, and I yeah. and I think it's a good uh, uh, gateway. They had for m- players to get into it. Yes, and exactly. And new players. Yes. Yeah, you know, and, you- and it's it's soft. It's a soft way yeah. to enter. You know, just thinking yeah. like you have a you have a son that's getting into it. He's just painting up some models. I bought my uh, I bought my nephew a starter mm-hmm. box. You know the the Tempest Soul or whatever it was yeah. box. Yeah. You know, like you can start skirmish with those models. Just like skirmish yeah. would be perfect for people entering the game, and then people in the game to just say, "Hey, let's get some quick games in tonight. We're gonna yeah. play skirmish. It's gonna be the low points. We're just gonna like and the narrative the aspect, basics are the, the growing. Same. You know, all that stuff. You don't need any extra stuff like Underworlds. Underworlds is a big financial commitment. It yeah. seems right. small because it's a twenty five dollar box, but Competitively, like actually, it's like X Wing. You need cards. You need you need boosters and boosters and boosters. Yep. You know, whereas this was, hey, you've got the models. It's just a smaller scale, faster play, and and it's huge. The opening of narrative is great. Yeah. But they, I feel like they blew their wad in that first issue because they released new rules. They released new artifacts, new uh, command traits. And new battle plans all in one issue. It was like, yeah. spread it out. Why can't you yeah. do one we, issue we are with the, the rules, another issue, release some artifacts, another issue, release some command traits, another issue, some battle plans. That would have been smart. four months worth of content right there. Or take the battle plans and really do a nice set of battle plans. Yeah, battle plans, And then release campaigns. those in multiple months. You know, campaigns. Yeah. Anyway. Yep, all back to, I just feel like it was like started high and it went, to me, 
mm-hmm. for the value, nine dollar magazine went, you know, yeah, low fast. There's a, there's a couple articles. Are, are, man, beer, and uh, we had some Bugmans earlier. The first thing that goes for me is my ability to articulate, which is such a smart thing that I should do a podcast while I'm drinking if I can't articulate. So the issues, what I really liked was that they were covering, uh, among other things, uh, the skirmish. They were also doing these like in-depth looks at the mortal realms in Age of Sigmar. And with us doing the podcast, um, uh, they're just a couple months behind us as far as like our talks of each of the realms. And we're going to talk about the realm of light tonight. Uh, but seeing how they talk about the different realms and they talk about how you would paint and model. Oh, uh, in the your, issues. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. issues. In the issues, they were talking about these different ways to do that. So that's. They're. I'm looking forward to that each month, but that's only eight months. Yeah. You know, like they're going to run out of that too. That is interesting. You're right. That is nice. Like they have good content, but I don't know if it's necessarily like for the price. I don't know if it's worth it. And and not Mm. only that, you can't play the game by yourself. It's not a one player game. So, there's three of us that hang out regularly yeah. between if it's that if it's just like one or two articles that we care about right why not buy one issue and just pass, pass it, it back and forth yeah. yep. you know the, why subscribe what why how are you getting me to subscribe to this magazine right that right that For content me, that gaming content to hold the book to have the rules so i can look at it before mm-hmm. we show up that is value yeah you know yeah there's um what i think of um dungeons and dragons as being like the comparison of of like a model that i think gw can look to try and match try to achieve dungeons and dragons has the adventurers league and so the adventurers league is an organized league where they like monthly release content that goes to approved dungeon masters and so they get these unique uh adventures for dungeons and dragons that go to the dungeon masters and you show up to an official adventurers league game and then what you 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 have your own id number and you play through your adventures league game and that way your your character is in canon in dungeons and dragons your magic items the missions you've completed the they all the carry contacts, over. It all it's carries all over. Yeah. You become part of this like deeper world. And I think there's something there that um, Skirmish could have done. Skirmish could have been a part of that. What they do with the um, the Neos, I can't remember what mm. Neo stands for. It's the something uh, event organizer, the narrative event organizer mm. for, White, uh, for, for uh, Age of Sigmar. Those are the Neos, and we've played in a little bit of those. We, mm-hmm. we played the one with the the big monster, the god monster thing that we did yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago. And yep. then last year was a, or two years ago, was the prequel to Malign Portents. Mm, yep, right, right. So that is similar to the Adventures League, where it is in canon, mm-hmm. and it is part of the realm. I, I wanted something like that that was a smaller scale. Yeah. That was a skirmish scale Adventures League. 
I think that's something that could be achieved. I don't know exactly how, like right now, off the top of my head, but I think that's something they could put out every month. And if there was something like skirmish where you're part of this ongoing skirmish campaign with your friends, every month it comes out, every month you compete for an artifact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, here's the new skirmish plan. I got to play you and me. We're playing up oh, this month. I got the artifact. Yeah. You know, it's like that one and done thing. Like no, this, this hero has this artifact going forward because we played this we're, we're in game and that's that's the thing too what was the uh the 40k thing you were talking about the oh yeah the the build your own build 40k a, character. build a character oh, yeah. that's oh, what i thought was yeah. coming next yeah, for skirmish no. yeah yeah and no and i delayed this idea of mine and i'm just like mad that i did because it could have been fleshed out and ready mm-hmm. to go and we I'm should, like, gah. We should do our own version of it and yep. share it with people and get some feedback. All right. By the time this episode comes out, I'll We're, I'll create an Age of Sigmar version of build a character modified from the chapter yes. approved 40k. Yes, book. that's what we need. All right. War Cry is on the horizon. That's yeah. supposed to come out this summer. Whatever it ends up being, I don't I still think it's gonna be something that's gonna be unlike Skirmish, I think it's gonna be requiring a big dollar investment or skirmish excuse me he's he's, he's getting emotional guys yeah, you, you know, and gals yeah. i'm so emotional <laughs> <laughs> but like yes seriously there is there's a lot of, you talk about dollar investment yes. okay it's a war cry or what's the 40k equivalent of what we think war cry is is kill be. team kill team yeah Kill team. There's there's a financial investment involved. Yeah. For skirmish, it's being a part of skirmish. It is what you have, but that's what White Dwarf could be that financial investment. If you want to participate in this skirmish adventurers league, you have to get White Dwarf every month, right? Because it's going to carry through month to month, giving you the information. And that's a reasonable thing. It would just be you would be subscribing to this. I would be excited about that. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way they could go. And mm. look, seriously, mm-hmm. Games Workshop. My name's Adam, Mark, Nicholas, the three of us. If you want this to happen, just get in touch with us. We will make it work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> done deal. Yeah, done. we will. We will. We will jump in as your American uh, White Dwarf Skirmish Adventures League. Yes. Yeah, we're ready to go. All right, so that was. Our- <laughs> That, that, that was our intro. That was our intro where we talk about fucking white dwarf. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, so let's see how far we're in. Yeah, we're just about uh, a little past 30 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, what we want to talk about tonight is Heish. 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 We were talking about Heish. Is the realm of light. Yes. It's one of the mortal realms, the realm of light. And that's what we're going to talk about this evening. We were talking about how all the other realms, this is the last realm for us to cover all the other realms. We had like a specific way we would say it. Yeah. And, you know, we just bought the Carrion Empire box. Yes. With and all so the, with the vampires. With the vampires. So what if I was a vampire and I woke up and just pulled the curtains? Yeah. And I was in Haish. I'd be like, Hi, hi, 
the light. The light. Ah. And just like if you've been drinking beers with these assholes all night, yep. you wake up the next morning and your wife throws back the curtain. Yeah. Hi! <laughs> oh, the undead. Oh, yes. The undead and the hungover. Yes. They're very yes. similar people. Yeah. Not, not too far <laughs> apart. So uh, we'll take a quick break. Yes. And we're going to start talking about Hi! Hi! It sounds so painful. <laughs> the energies of Haish shine so brightly, they light up even the most distant parts of the cosmos. At its best, the realm of light is a place of unbound intellect and universal illumination. At its worst, its light is blinding and hypnotic. Those dazzled by their own obsessions find a strange darkness there instead. And we're back from our break. Yes. We got some new beers. What are we drinking now? Terrapin? Terrapin. Yeah. This is the Terrapin High Five, right? No. Uh, no, this is the Negative. pineapple. The pineapple. Yeah, the pineapple. The something pineapple. Something crunkle. Something pineapple crunkle IPA. Yes. Yeah. Something we should look it up, but we're not going to because those cans are way over there and we're over here. It's a long ways away. Right. It's way too far away. But yeah, that's what we're drinking. We, we've moved it's on to this tasty. Terrapin. Cheers. So it's not cheers. Cheers at all. Yeah. Here we are. And it's not as evil as uh, what uh, some people say, pineapple and ham pizza. Mm. No. That is not evil. I, I don't understand it. That Like, you're supposed to be like, like a yay or, or nay. People in our society today draw these black and white lines mm. when there is a gray area. There is a <laughs> <Yeah>. time <laughs> for a pineapple yeah, pizza. No, it's good. You yeah. know, it's you not always good or always salty. bad. It's, uh, it's good. It's like, uh, you know, kettle corn of pizza. You know, that maybe most of the time it's not what you want, but there's a time when it's okay, yeah, you know, exactly. and when it, you know, let's, right. let's be more forgiving and accepting in our society to know, say it's exactly. okay. You know, we've had uh, some anchovies here, you yeah, know, we've had lots of anchovies here because I usually request them. I, you know, uh, it's not my thing. I, I, you know what? I tried anchovies just to say I tried anchovies. And they're they're okay, and I could see a time where I'd be like, you know what I'm in the mood for? I'm in the mood for an anchovy, and it's you know that's that's a once in a while kind of thing. And don't huh. shun those people. You don't shun those people. No. You don't say those people are bad or evil. No, just be happy that they Good. enjoy enjoy the. Because uh, I think I'm one of fish. those people. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, it. I mean, it, I think that's where. Have I, you ever? Had I think one? everybody has a pizza they don't want to eat. Have you ever had an anchovy? Nope. I have. Honestly, oh, okay. I've never had a pizza that I didn't want to eat. Hmm. Even oh. the ones with mac and cheese on. I, I definitely okay. have had What I'll say, and I'll revise my the statement. The one that you said was chaotic evil. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, that wasn't my chart. That was no, just okay. the chart yes. I found. Okay. Yeah. I'll revise my statement. Okay, go my for statement it. And say, everybody should be allowed a pizza they don't like. That's oh, fine. Yes. That's fine. Of yes. course. Yeah, we're not going to take that away 100%. from anyone. Yes. And that's an important thing, too. So... I will say the only pizza I will not eat 
is an anchovy pizza. Yeah. And I, you know, that was not only because you mentioned it specifically, but because, you know, I had this pizza and it was so good Mm. and it was great. And I went back to the, I, I didn't remember exactly what it was. I was young. I was in, I was a, a teen know. in high school. Yeah, I was new teen, to the world. Yeah, new to the world. New Great to ordering my own food. <laughs> right? And I and uh and 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 so I had this friend and he he worked at a pizza shop. His parents owned a pizza shop. So I went to the pizza shop and I was like, Oh, I can't remember what it is that I had at this other place, but that's what I would like. And he was like, well, uh, what's it? What is it? Like, you know, do you remember? And I was like, just think about it. And I was like, ah, it starts with an A. And I was like, ah, I can't remember. A, A, A something. And he was like, anchovy. And I was like, sure. And he was like, great. Uh, well, here you go. Boom. And I was like, ow, ow, ow. and I was like, oh, no, no. that's no, not it at all. This is what not was, it. No. What was the correct answer? Artichoke? artichoke. It was artichoke. Yeah. artichoke yep. pizza. And I was yeah. like, artichokes on pizza, of pizza, yeah. are legit. Yeah. I love them. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. You could put anything on pizza. There's, you it, know what? It's, but it's, to it's, me, anchovies, I'm like, eh, not so much. Say, like, I think there's a narrow, like, saying you can make a sandwich out of anything mm-hmm. is just, just slightly broader than saying you can put anything on a pizza. Yeah. You know, like, there is, Really, you can like anything that has like a like a the only sandwich like I make without pe- stuff on top of it, like without cheese, is peanut butter and jelly. Probably you could you could put that in a pizza. It's the only <laughs> sandwich you eat without cheese is peanut butter and jelly. Probably, yeah. yeah. Name another sandwich that you would eat without that well, you could that you could not add cheese to. That you could not add that cheese. You definitely to. not. Well, I think you could add cheese to a PB and J. I'm sure there's some cheese out there. Like some cheese connoisseur is like, well, yes, yes. So like, if you. That's I was gonna like, say like mm, a like 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 like, like a mellow so monster edema, edema, with a yeah. peanut butter <laughs> jelly. I mean, that, that might not be. I, I think that bad. cheddar and peanut yeah. butter go very well together, and I've had mm. like sandwiches mm. that weren't mm. like. I've had the. Um, at different restaurants, they'll serve a cheeseburger that has peanut butter on it. Oh yeah, would, that's would right. you yeah. dunk yeah. a peanut butter cheddar jelly sandwich into milk and eat it? Oh hell yeah, yeah, I can see you eating that. That sounds pretty good. That sounds like all uh, my favorite like toddler things in one. Just you know what? Just throw it in a blender. Why yeah, don't you? Yeah. Well, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's let's talk about Aish. 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 Let's oh, do the it. Room of light. I have a Let's feeling we're, 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 we're going to be doing that uh, in a couple hours. Oh my, god. oh my god! Tomorrow morning yeah. it's going to be rough. It's it's getting late. It's like, like eleven o'clock. It's a little after eleven. All right. Yeah. Heish. Yes. yes. The Heish. last realm we haven't talked about. Heish is the realm of light. So tell me about this. What do you want to know? Well, I want to know everything <laughs> about it. Yeah. I want to know what is it like in this realm. What 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 does it look like? What is it? feel like what does it smell like the language the language the games workshop tends to use Mm -hmm. one of the things they talk about is being the fractured realm which which i think is you know you're talking about light you're talking about glass right so we're Um, talking like prisms 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 fractured 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 the, uh, the language of lenses and prisms and gemstones that language shows up 
frequently in the realm of light. Okay, this sounds like a, like some hippie shop or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I see it a lot of like, like yeah, sepia tones. Yeah, that's it. You, you can get crystals and bongs. We got you go a lot of CTO of filters, CTB filters, <laughs> CT. Now what? What about your chakra? What? Uh, there. We have all this like. There's some cool stuff. There is some cool stuff that happens in the realm of light. So it's all about the elves. I think it is. The the story of the elves Uh takes place in the realm of light and the realm of shadow. The yin and yang, the ha- the light elves and the dark elves. Yeah. Yes. The high elves and the dark elves yes. of the old world. That's what Olgu and Heish, the realm of light and the realm of shadow. And they're this yin and yang. And the, the, these two realms have a very specific relationship. Olgu. Olgu. And Heish. Heish. Uh, <laughs> I think it sounds so painful. Yeah, if you like, I, I just picture tomorrow morning. I'm gonna be totally hungover, and it's gonna yeah. be time to do the lawn. And Haley's gonna wake me up, and she's gonna rip back the curtain. I'm gonna go, yeah. "Hi, she awake." <laughs> uh, and then she's gonna go clean the bathroom, and you go, "Home." <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is this is where the main action is taking place between mm-hmm. the elves yeah. and Slanesh. Yeah. And when you're talking about the releases. Since since 2015 and Age of Sigmar came out, Aisha's is going to have a big future. Yes, yes, I think that it's the realm that's uh, coming up throughout the end of the year, towards the end of the year. It's because the up and comer. It is. Like we that. we saw. It's awesome. The daughters of Cain, mm-hmm. a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. and then um, they're they're in Olgu. And then uh, it was Teclas, I believe, that uh, released the Ideneth Deepkin. And the Ideneth Deep, Deepkin first <laughs> appeared in Heish. Mm. They were actually like their first establishment mm-hmm. is in Heish. Okay. Their, their kingdom, their, their main hold before they spread to the other realms. That's, that's in Heish. And it's all about these elves being re- released from Slanesh. And who Slanesh had consumed these elves in the world that was, and now we're harvesting these elves back so from Slanesh. Yeah, and this is the time of Slanesh yeah. right now. The the Heap Knights of yes. Slanesh are being re- released right now. Oh yeah, Lordy, I love these models. Oh, man, They're the so new cool. Slanesh yeah. stuff looks so cool. Yeah. and that's like yeah. that's Slanesh is now. His war with the elves is going to be between Olgu and Heish and the, the realm of light and the realm of shadow. And, yeah. and the realm of light and the whole philosophy around the realm, the people that live there, Slanesh just eats it up. Yes. Eats it up. Exactly. Literally. Game of hungry, hungry hippos. But yes. That's what but I picture him like eating all the elf uh, souls. Heish is like where the. If you were to picture from old world to. You know, Age of Sigmar, the High Elves would come from Haish. Yes, and, High Elves, the realm of light. You, yeah, right. So that's no. where you're. you're now, weren't you telling me in this realm? I mean, the emphasis on, is basically on enlightenment. Yes, right. right? There's yes. an emphasis on that, and hence I, I like that. I like the light enlightenment. It's the uh, the higher thinking process of these elves is, is is that true yes yeah, yeah. 
you know that's, what that, um, that's what they hold on high is those that are enlightenment. more enlightened than others okay and so the oh, people gotcha. that are right. for more forward thinking or more higher thinking and more deeper thinking and whatever it is like mm-hmm. those people are the rulers of this land essentially yes. yeah absolutely so you're a game of thrones fan correct mark uh, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that show. Yeah, familiar oh. with that show? Have you ever heard of it? It's it's a HBO show, and mm. there's it's about swords and boobs. Sorry. What I can gather, swords and <laughs> boobs. Death and boobies, death and boobies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe. Uh... Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Uh, Samuel Tarley ends up going mm-hmm. to the city of the Maesters. What's that place called? Old Town. Old Town. Yes, yep. and you remember that one shot of the library of the maesters where it's this big shot and it's this library this this towering building and all these multiple multiple floors thousands and thousands of books on each floors instead of having um your normal candelabras your normal uh lighting systems instead the tower has a series of like magnifying glasses that magnify the light throughout the building that for me is a perfect image of what heish what i would expect oh, a, an area right. of learning in heish yeah this is all about enlightenment see, like, learning all learning it's all universities yes it's all uh and they they talk yeah. about in the book about uh like to like an animal house faction Yes, there's, no. there, well, there actually no. kind of is, but oh, okay. So they say that there's like ten, there's ten, uh, there's ten different like regions that make up Haish, mm-hmm. and so there's ten. So it kind of makes you think that there's ten different factions essentially in Haish. One weird thing that I I don't necessarily understand from the book because the tense that hmm. they use is really weird is they go and they talk about Haish and they talk about this is where the elves basically settle themselves. But then, of course, the writer of this book says, then the human cities yeah. of Haish are magnificent and blah, 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 blah. And that, then they start to talk about all this stuff in Haish and I'm like, are you talking about elf cities or are you talking about human cities? And I don't think they designate clearly between the two yeah and how how many of these cities are shared yeah are they free people cities right. are they like are they cities for all of order yeah you know like is there um, diversity between elf and humans or is it just there's there's you know 10 magnificent regions of humans and then whatever there's elves. yeah yeah there was, there was at least one city that I read about that was a human city of enlightenment that was taken over. I believe it was um, uh, Zinch, that Zinch had completely like wiped out this city. The One of the things that comes up here is the, the idea of enlightenment. And you think of like Buddhists, these monks mm-hmm. that would like... Um, people that like want to achieve the buddha level of enlightenment where like your physical form no longer matters right and they talk about in the realm of heish people do achieve that they achieve this buddhist level of awareness of awareness where their their physical form melts away right and they become awareness enti- enlightenment they become entities of pure thought oh, wow. no longer needing a body and they just continue yeah. to exist in in heish 
and uh, people that are working towards that they talk about in here that it becomes very competitive that people are like oh well you're this x level buddhist i'm this i'm this next level up i'm the y level and someone else walks in well i'm the z level you know, like, <laughs> all right this place sounds really douchey yeah <laughs> so really it is <laughs> this is really weird because no lie last night <laughs> i just watched a documentary so my, my wife I, I can't believe i hadn't watched this yet but my wife had watched this years ago when it had come out but on hbo they have this uh uh going clear Oh, the, the documentary Scientology. on Scientology. Yeah, I watched that one. It was from like 2015 or 2016. Have you seen it? No, I have some opinions ago. on the Scientologists. I, well, yeah, yeah. But yeah. literally, just a year or just yesterday, I watched this documentary, and that is exactly it. It's this these yes. levels of enlightenment mm-hmm. that eat that people take, and they go, "Oh, what are you like?" OT8 or OT4 or OT5 or whatever it is like and these different what color levels. jumpsuit do you get to wear yeah you know what what little pin do you get to wear yeah that that tells you what, what sort of stage you've been through we are truly living in a bizarro world oh I, I my don't, god I don't you know get what? it at all oh their god I don't want to understand <laughs> what I think is yeah. really this is like news of the day yeah. right now uh there is a scientology cruise ship yeah that holds <laughs> which yesterday which is why i watched it because yes. i was like oh wait and she, my wife was like wait you haven't watched that this documentary yet and i was like no well if, anyway. if you're listening to this and you're interested in scientology i personally have had very brief experiences dealing with scientologists and scientology yeah. recruiters yeah I mean, I love me t- some L. Ron Hubbard books. Oh, it went, and I actually the, had a copy of oh, Dianetics. Earth. No, oh, uh, I had a Dianetics. copy of Dianetics, and uh, it was one of those things where it's like, oh wow, he came up with you know something. This must be a really cool story, and it sat on my shelf for a while because I had quite a backlog, and then oh, yeah, it fantasy just novels developed, and I'm like. No, no, that, no, 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 really, that no, that can't be. That's this wasn't not, a sci-fi book. It's not. No, it, yeah, it's like wait a minute. No, it is a sci-fi. I mean, book. it is no, a sci-fi no, book. Yeah, but yeah, people aren't treating it like a sci-fi book. So there, there's a lot. To and, then, and you know, like so when you said like, whoa, this is, yeah, what's what's whoa, going on? Yeah. What's going on here? This is like, wait, people are actually taking this as serious science. <laughs> Did they not? Like the, read the news of the day. I'm Mark. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah. This this ship that's owned by the it's Church of Scientology. Yeah. It's a cruise ship where they send yeah. people away to go on. It's like a smaller cruise ship, 300 people. They get to yeah. go on like a, maybe it's in the Gulf somewhere. Mm. They get to go on a vacation. Well, someone on the cruise ship was was diagnosed with the measles. And why? Why were they diagnosed with the measles? Mm. Or why weren't they vaccinated against yeah, that's what I was getting having yeah. the measles? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll have to ask. You'll have to ask whatever uh, what Space is it? Lord. Whatever Seraphon Lord that yeah. guards Zinu. the Church of Solantar. Zenu the Seraphon. Zenu the Seraphon. Yeah, Zenu yes. the Seraphon. He's Damn the you, one. Xenophon. Xenophon, Seraphon, the uh, Lord Croak of the church of scientology <laughs> yeah he uh he said that you shall not be vaccinated yeah. i have a feeling like therefore he rolled they were, 10 they're gonna and be so knocking he got on the, the door extra spell right that meant you were automatically diagnosed with yeah, measles. No, exactly. measles so yeah so all i gotta say is papa nurgle is just 
Oh man, he loves oh, the anti-boxers. So, and Papa Nurgle, Papa Nurgle in the, the kitchen. Yeah, he's Papa got a Nurgle new heard about this yeah. cruise ship. Yeah, and now yeah. this cruise ship was quarantined. As, hey, you can't come back. You can't get off Every, this boat. Everybody stays. because everybody yeah. could have measles. Yeah, we don't know if not, you have measles. You're not allowed. Or not. Yeah, we don't know. Is, uh, is and 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 the thing about. Scientology. The interesting thing about this is Scientology. It promotes this stasis of you are in this this state of being yes. that transcends like mortal uh, problems, mortal diseases, okay. mortal things, and so technically. What? Measles shouldn't be a problem on a Scientology ship. But yeah. is okay. the moral of the story. Yes. I'm, but but I'm not getting it. The whole freaking religion is called Scientology. Science. Science <laughs> being the don't key let freaking the word. Name Science. Lead you astray. Science. <laughs> so why are not we you know, why why aren't we sciencing the freaking hell out it's of not this? Scientology. It's science. That's the other. That's a different religion. It's science. Uh, we almost got to science. Scion Like Scientology. Yeah. Yeah, Scientology. Like, not like, Scientology. Like in like like Battlestar Galactica. Scions. Was that science? Well, it, no. well, technically, Cylons. You're thinking no. Cylons. Cylons. Yeah. yeah. Technically, apparently, to Scientology, any scientific, like any sci-fi story, has a bit of legitimacy. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I think so. Like oh. that's what I've heard is that, yeah. That, so, L. Ron Hubbard. Yes. Right. Or yeah. He wrote. That's uh, so L. Ron he Hubbard. He is. He yeah. actually has the Guinness Book of World Records of the most published sci-fi books. And ever. novellas and all that stuff. Right? Yeah, Short it's like over maybe. a thousand yeah. wow. novellas that have been really? published. He is a sci-fi God. writer. And essentially, that's essentially as you ascend to a certain level of Scientology. Yeah. The 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 lower level, like the lower the uh, the lower lower levels of all of the Scientology is all about like human morality and and self like preservation. Be a, be a better person and, be a better and person and treat your treat your community well so if and you'll be well and this, all this stuff trust me listeners this all relates to heish yeah continue please and then once you ascend to this higher this specific level all of a sudden you're given these special texts and these texts tell you about like these are like written from l ron hubbard and they're all about the this, sci-fi, the sci-fi, author. like the this this the actual sci-fi, no, like the sci-fi history of our universe, and it's yeah. all about like the the this Xenu race and this Xenu like how they survived the world that was and right. they came to the new age of myth and that they met with uh, Azir and yep. they met they came to Azir. And Sigmar said, Sigmar. you know what? Everybody's old world souls will be passed along to the new Age of it Sigmar. It really does tie in very well to realm. the Age of Sigmar. And so all of a sudden, like, all these souls have, less, have left the old world. Mm -hmm. And then they don't, like, what they do is everybody born into the new world are an amalgamation of, like, 
one or many souls of previous souls. And so you, me, Adam, as in the realm of wherever. Mm-hmm. Hi. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are, we, we, we have souls inside of us. A soul or m- many soul. Uh, back to Haish. So yes. basically, I'm not liking this place now. <laughs> basically, because it's all about the like, yeah, the elite. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. And, and and so yeah. really, what what, so what happens is douchey. over time, people have elevated the people of this of this of this realm, yeah. and in oh, there's wow. ten different regions, right? There's ten yeah. different like factions or regions or whatever they stated here. I, I don't see it like in a quick look, but whatever it is, like the 10 different regions, those people have elevated their people of that region, the the smartest, the most savvy of like philosophical, technological, whatever yeah. it is, like those people are elevated as as they, they then become the honored, then the revered, then the sort of like worshipped yeah. people of those regions and it can be engineers yeah like it, it could be a carriage and overlord engineer who's got so much knowledge that his like knowledge gives him power in yeah Heish. right yeah right, all right yeah. and um and then and then throughout that time they figured out how to harness the so every realm has some sort of mineable um, realm stone, realm stone, and but this realm, it isn't a realm stone. It's light, and light so itself. people in this realm have figured out how to harness that light inside of different sort of containers. Yeah, and it's not light <clears throat> like you think. It's not like photons in a literal science sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's the light <clears throat> of the realm of Heish, which they have. Yeah coalesced in something called aether quartz okay. yeah all right this reminds me of like something like you know, like like the old care bear cartoons well, where like the one would shoot out like <laughs> fucking rainbows from his chest yeah, and stuff exactly that's yeah. pretty close okay. I mean, right, right. it is because yeah. they they actually call it translucent prisms yeah so <laughs> oh they God, harness okay. it into translucent prisms they totally exactly off care like that so think of whatever in marvel as the uh <clears throat> what's that um in uh what is it? The uh, first Avengers? They're going for the the Tesseract. The Tesseract. It's yeah. in some sort of translucent prism. Oh, that's wow, what they've right. harnessed it inside uh-huh. of. So yeah, Care Bears, Avengers, yeah. M- just mash those together, right? Yeah, just mash. Yeah, Care really. Bears and Avengers, bears and, yeah. Avengers and yeah. you got it. I like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and so essentially, so because of. <clears throat> people elevating these different people like these 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 people it then became a sort of competition between each realm or each region within Just the like realm you're talking about with the scientologists and like well i'm x level and yeah. you're only y level or i'm y level and you're only x level like that 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 happens here too competition with the aether quartz as a visible thing you can actually see who's further up the spectrum as far as like their knowledge and their experience right. and how they can use uh, and the then, energy. And then just think like in our world, we have countries and different things like that. Then think like, oh, well, this continent or this country or whatever says, 
hey, I've got this, and these guys say this, and we have world powers, and we have people vying for different sort of, different sort of, like, uh, just notoriety of right. who's better than others. Right. So because of that, because of that sort of, like, draw to see, like, who's the best? Who, who is the best performing? Who is the smartest? Who is the best looking? Which dark god do you think <laughs> would just feel like, you know, what if I just kind of, like, help insert myself inside here and and say, hey, you be the best. Yeah. You feel like you're not yeah. the best. What dark god? Do you need some help? Yeah. What dark god? Which pop? And, and like if you're dark t- god, do you think? Dark god. And you're talking dark about god. like I'm not just the yeah. best. I'm I'm better than the best. Luna yeah. knows. I'm, I'm and we're not letting her excessively better. You know, yeah. I'm 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 excessively. It's all about excessively better. Excessively. Yes. Yes. Who's that remind you of? It's got to be some Slanesh. Yes. Yeah, got to be some Slanesh. And, particular, and I love me some Slanesh. That brings it back to the idea yeah. of these people being Buddhists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's all about, like, who can go the longest without eating to, to enchain, attain a li- enlightenment? Right. Who can go the longest in the same yogic pose? You know, who right. can go the longest with, like, you know, this connection to the physical or disconnection to the physical? Yeah. It's all about excessively... Slanesh took a giant hold inside of Haish. I like that. And yes. they, like, just because of the competition was so vile and so vigorous, they were... People just answered the call. And yeah. Slanesh just... Ate it up. Ate it. I mean, they Absolutely just ate up ate Slanesh. Up. And oh, yeah. They, he just got in or she got in or whoever it is, oh, like, yeah, it's one of just those. got... You know, he she just got right yeah. in there, yeah. and that's amazing. And then I, so so Haish broke, like it became. It was this revered realm of knowledge and right. technology and power. As well. And then because of this, like because they were competing so much, they let Slanesh in so much. Yeah. It broke them. And it. so now it's essentially a realm just just uh, diseased of Slanesh. And from a Sigmar side, right. it's diseased of Slanesh. Right. And Slanesh it's broken. Ain't, ain't got no problem with it. Yeah. Slanesh yeah. is like, woohoo, we've won. Sigmar is like, it's broken. And so now it's it's a realm of of of, of broken light. Mm. essentially mm. shattered and the prism has shattered exactly mm. and so you know each realm what they talk about in this part of the text actually which is interesting is that the gods of the realm what they mention in this mm-hmm. text is each realm has a god and each realm has power over or each god has a power over that realm right. based on the amount of loyalty to that god i like that which is interesting because i don't think they've mentioned that in any of the other realm texts no and so in this one they say this is the first time that's yeah they say because it's important too it's hugely important i was like what yeah and and that brings about 
why all the gods are warring amongst one another. Exactly. You and know, that's who, why, like, every gonna... time you kill a, a follower of a certain god, yeah. it's a huge blow to that god. Yeah. yeah. It's not like they can just, like, wait for more to show up. So long as they're, like, without that follower... They're without eyes. They're weaker. Yeah, they, they are, are. They are significantly right. weaker. Yeah. Uh, in the they've been hobbled. Early '90s, there was a Dungeons and Dragons book, uh, Dungeons and Dragons series. Yeah. The Avatar series. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with the James Cameron movies. Mm. No, no blue guys. No blue no, guys. No, but no they girls. had the same uh-huh. philosophy that faith is a two-way street. They specifically say that in this book, in the core book. That with a god in the Age of Sigmar, faith is a two-way street. That as you pray to a god and get power from that god, that god is getting power back from you. They get it's, it. it's a benefit, mutual beneficial, mutually beneficial situation. Right. In this um, series, this Dungeons and Dragons Forgotten Realm series in the nineties. It was so significant that something happened with the the gods in that story where they were cut off from their heavenly realm, which might be Azir in the if you were going to compare it to Agent Sigmar, where they actually had uh, a, a diminished form of their selves cast upon the earth. So you would have like a Slanesh, uh, a corn, you know, uh, uh, Tyrion, Teclas, uh, Sigmar, a, a diminished p- form of them walk, walking the earth. So mm-hmm. like a, uh, uh, like still like a godly, powerful being, but they're cast down into this mortal realm. If they are slain in that realm, they are gone for good. And they have to like rebuild their following to get back into that heaven. So they pretty much have right. to like start their own like Christians. Their resistance or their own church, yeah, you yeah. know, like I have to like build their followers back up again. And the more followers they get, the more powerful they become. I like this. The, yeah. The, the, this is also very, uh, I think I've said it before in other episodes, but very Neil Gaiman, American Gods. Yes. You know, so yes. Just, just great, great book. I know the series is still ongoing, so we probably shouldn't do any spoilers, but, but, you know, but we probably did before. But <laughs> oh well. That does open it up that like if there is a god in the age of sigmar that can like like an election it really is like it's it's the gods of age of sigmar are democratic yeah if they have the most votes they are the most powerful god yeah and if they lose votes they are not the most powerful god they like it's all vying for attention and the election the election is every day instead of it being once every four years for presidents like it's this election is happening every single day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. So if if you are able to invade the city of a rival god and wipe out a thousand followers, that's a powerful blow. Oh wow. man! Wow. Right. So about Haish. Yeah. Real quick, like the gods here are Teclas and Tyrion. Those are the elven gods are that are directly gods. associated with Heish. Okay. Yeah. Heish. All right. All and right. so and, and and so Tyrion is I think the 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 prominent god of this region. Yeah. And so he's 
now feeling like he's he's not gaining the stronghold over Slanesh. Mm. And so so he's biding his time and he's trying to in this text build up his following so that he can push back against Slanesh. Yeah. And that's where they kind of end this is Tyrion is waiting for his next sort of resistance war against yeah. Slanesh. And correct me if I'm wrong, is Teclas that created the Ideneth? I think Teclas is Ideneth. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and so All the right. when he created the Ideneth, he did create them in Haish. Okay. That was where they started. That was where right. he first did it because he he siphoned lost elf souls from within Slanesh and tried to form them into something new that would be a new champion army mm-hmm. for the elves of old, for the elves of the old world. But they became the Adneth, the soulless, yeah. who needed to hunt down hunt souls yeah. to maintain their own form. So it was a failed attempt to rebuild what they used to have. I like that. And Teclas too. Teclas was the wizard and Tyrion was the warrior and they were the brothers that saved the high elves of old. And so the wizard has failed. And the wizard's this font of knowledge. So now you have Tyrion who Tyrion was famous for his rage in the old world. He was famous for his bloodlust in the old world. Famous for his um, potency in combat. But yeah, not famous for his wisdom or restraint. Uh, I think it's really exciting to see that Tyrion is still on the horizon for uh, new developments in the yes. Age of Sigmar. And that's, I feel like, where they left this. Absolutely. Got a lot of room Tyrion's for Tyrion's on the horizon. Yeah. So maybe the next wave? Next wave? Who so? knows? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, people Well, have you been... know, we've been talking for ages about Slanesh being the next wave. Oh, we yeah. just had the Slanesh wave. Ah, uh, yes. Malirian yeah. is also out there. So we've had the four elven gods. Um, Cain, the god of murder, is kind of an elven god. Marathi had taken the reins as being the priestess of Cain. So she siphoned her elven souls from Slanesh, and we had the Daughters of Cain release. Yeah. Teclas siphoned his souls from Slanesh. Slanesh and had but, the Ideneth Deepkin release. But the big guy in Ideneth Deepkin is Eidolon. Eidolon. Which I think draws from that Teclas power. Yes. It's not technically Teclas. Oh, it's not Teclas. So Tyrion well, well, yes. could have a high elf style resurgence but it's not going to be Tyrion no yes yes because because Marathi Marathi is not a god right Marathi wants to attain godhood like Teclas Tyrion and Malarian right she cannot she has not but like we were talking about with the um the number of followers her followers are followers of Cain yeah. yeah, right. Not followers of Marathi. Yeah, right. okay. they're followers of right. Cain. Mm-hmm. Cain is dead. Uh, his followers don't know he's dead. Only Marathi, or maybe wow. there are other gods, but for the most part, only Marathi knows that Cain is dead. She holds an aspect of Cain, so a part of his body. Mm. 
Um, there may be more aspects out there, and it may be possible to resurrect Cain. But for now, she has right. the mo the the aspect of Cain that's enough that if so long as people worship Cain, she can take power from this aspect that she holds. Yeah. She's able to siphon it. Yes. Yeah, yes. That. So okay. she will never be yeah. worshipped as a god, and she's not as of this point. She's not a god. She's not worshipped as a god. She is mortal. Okay. But she is siphoning the power of Cain. The more people that worship Cain, the more power she siphons from this aspect of Cain. I like that. Unlike Tyrion, Teclas, and Malirian, who are actual elven gods. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. So that's why we okay. have we have Teclas, who's raised the Ideneth, but he is not mortal. He is a yeah. god, and he's in charge of them. So we still have Tyrion and Malirian, who are out there as elven gods, even though Malirian is Marathi's son. Malirian did attain godhood, so he is out there. He is an elven god. That's right. so cool. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's a whole I like, like uh, pantheon. Yeah. I, I love Greek and Roman mythology. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So much yeah. fun. And Norse mythology, all the mythologies, all the mythologies. Uh, Egyptian mythology. Yeah. Yep. It's all so fascinating. Yep. And so seeing it translated into the Age of Sigmar realm is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. But the, specifically the 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 mechanic, the idea that the more worshippers a god has, the more powerful they are. The, the thought of like that makes sense though. How many really campaigns does. could we run yeah. where it's just about demolishing churches? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Killing priests, destroying churches. Yeah, like that's like the kind of thing where you could like you think about like World War Two. We need to bomb the ammunition dump mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's like taking out the church yeah the guy take out like, the followers take out the followers or take, take out, out the, church. the place where they follow yep. that yeah and then maybe you diminish the followers yes this seems like a good time to uh we'll take a break and then we'll talk um realm of battle artifacts magic rest exactly. oh yeah let's do, do it that. all right break time The gods of the mortal realms are not omniscient. Even Lord Tyrion, who is physically blind, yet can reach out into the Aether with a dozen other senses, cannot pluck visions from across the void. A deity cannot influence a realm without having some kind of presence there. And it is most commonly through their worshippers that they extend their powers. Faith is a two-way street. For just as the worshipper is empowered by their deity in times of need, the deity is given power by the acts of belief and devotion practiced by those who believe in him. The more people pay homage to a god, the more souls commit themselves to his creed. The more powerful that god becomes, just as a realm gate allows a person to move from one realm to another, a faithful soul allows a god to move a measure of his power into a mortal world. So what are we talking about? Oh, realm of Oh my god, we're back oh, in Heish. 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 Oh, Heish. Uh, Before we get too far down that... Rabbit trail. Heish. Heish. We'll bring it back to the light. 
Heish. Right. So these right here. So the following realm of battle rules can be used for battles fought in the mortal realm of Haish, also known as the realm of light. Oh, imagine that. Okay. Yeah. All so, right, so Nicholas, what do you think of this? Remus, realm sphere magic. Wizards know the following spell and battles fought in this realm, in addition to any other spells that they know. Fa's protection. The wizard calls upon the beneficent guardians of light to protect his allies from harm. Fa's protection has a casting value of five. Low. That's pretty good. That's, that's good. That's five amazing, is really actually. good. Usually With all the buffs seven. you can get. Yeah, yeah, five right. is really good. All right, so what so, does it do? If successfully cast, select a friendly unit within 18 inches of the caster that is visible to them. Subtract one from hit rolls made for attacks that target the unit you picked until your next hero phase. Boss protection, very nice. You, combat, yeah. you, you combine that with a mystic shield. That's nice. Minus one to hit. Holy hell. Plus one to their... Yeah. Or, or re-rolling ones to save. That's nice. Fawn's protection is really good. Minus one to hit. There's there's multiple ways you can get minus one to hit in the game, depending on your army. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Minus one to hit That's is... Good. Think about all the re-rolls people get. Yeah. No. Yeah. Know. And the back and forth on the whole, like, when do you re-roll? Is it before modifiers or after modifiers? If the reroll comes before modifiers and your modifier is minus one to hit, if someone's hitting on threes, they don't get to reroll those threes because yeah. you're minus one to hit. Uh, yeah, so all those threes, right. all, all those fours missed. Yeah. All those fourth fives and sixes, you know, they all miss. Yeah. And on some of the spells, you know, for death, for example, because honestly, I don't play a lot of armies that have magical abilities because I played a lot of dwarf armies. Dwarves, so, yeah. I do play a death army. And, and the glitz. Well, and the glitz, yeah. So I do have a new army, you know, that has, you know, a lot of the glitz. magical the abilities glitz as well. Yeah. yeah. But for for the death army, I know a lot of the spells that they have have double options, but they're usually higher on the spell casting ability. So they'll say like, you know, cast on a seven or more, mm-hmm. you know, like the casting value is seven and then you subtract one from hits, but you also subtract one from bravery or something like that. Okay, yep, yep. This is cast on a five That's and you amazing. subtract one. That's awesome. So if we, were, That's great. if we were fighting in this realm, I could choose and be like, you know what? I'm going to choose this because it's on a five, and I don't think that guy's going to be able to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Having having a spell with that low of a casting value, it's an asset. Yeah. Anyway, commandability. I'll, I'll go ahead and read. Strike quickly. The etheric particles in this realm enhance the speed and reactions of those that live here. It is possible to harness the power and strike before an opponent is ready to strike back. You can use this command ability at the start of the combat phase. If you do so, pick a friendly unit within 3 inches of a friendly hero or 12 inches of your general and within 3 inches of the enemy. That unit fights immediately. 
instead of fighting later in that combat phase. That's nice. And I'm, I'm used to the Daughters of Cain. I'm used to the Daughters of Cain having multiple ways to get this same effect. But it, unlike the Daughters of Cain, it says that unit fights immediately instead of fighting later in that combat yeah. phase. Most of the stuff at the, the beginning of the combat phase. It, it, yeah. Well, yeah, that's nice. At the beginning of the combat phase, too. So that does... That's before anything else. Yeah. So most of the Daughters of Cain stuff says fight in the hero phase. So mm. this is being able to jump at the start of the combat phase. That's pretty nice. Well, that's saying, like, usually people that get the, hey, fight like you would in the combat phase, in the hero phase, you know what I mean? Like piling an attack in the hero phase like you would in the combat phase. Yeah. Bam, you get this early on attack. But this could be useful if you get a whole shooting phase or some other sort of magical phase. It's, it's also a, a command ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says at the start of the combat phase. Yep. It doesn't right. have to be your combat phase. Uh, if you have a command yeah. point. Yeah. You can burn it. It can be your yeah. opponent's command phase, and you have a command point. Like go, boom, boom, command right there point on the table. I'm fighting now. Oh, Just, that's brutal. Boom. Yeah, yeah. That's not even your turn. I like that. Not your turn. Doesn't matter. Command point. Blink. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. In your face. Heish. 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 <laughs> that that there's, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. To be able to, like just like. The, Strike quickly. We, we, we got this opponent. We got, we got this fight. It's going to happen. Boom. That's I'm very fighting elf like because of the whole. Yes. Uh, what was it in 8th uh, edition? It was the, like. Uh, uh, always Strike First. Always mm-hmm. Strike yep. First. Yeah. yeah. That, and that, that, that was, was a big cool. deal because there were certain I units. I hated that shit. Yeah. Oh my God. As a dwarf awful. player and an orc player, yeah. Always Strike Fuck. First was crushing. Gotcha. The high elves. High Elf Swordmasters, mm-hmm. mm. they were awful. They're always strikes first. Oh, my yep. God. All right, Realmscape features. Uh, so we're rolling for these at the start of every every uh, game we play mm-hmm. in the Realm of Light. Yep. The gleaming vista, the plane ahead, is clear and illuminated by a radiant light. The Realmscape feature has no effect on the battle. As usual. There's always that one. Number one. Always Boring. that one. Mark, you want to take number two? <laughs> Uh, sure. A dazzling glow. So the structures and plant life of this realm often pulsate with glowing light. Subtract one from hit rolls made for attacks that target units that are in cover. Oh, that's nice. Ah. Okay, that's cool. So yeah. if you're in cover, like subtract one. Oh, I like that. oh, so is it minus one to hit if you're in cover? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Subtract so is that one minus from hit rolls. Two? So it's minus one. No, from no, hit no. Rolls. cover is as oh. one to your save roll. Cover at one to your save, and this at minus one to to hit a person in cover. Yep. Yeah, that's a nice combo. Nice. Yep. All right. Very good. Nicholas, speed of cool. light. The light in this land knows no burden of flesh. And nor do those that receive its blessing. At the start of your movement phase, roll a dice. On a six up, you can pick a friendly unit, remove that unit from the battlefield, and then set up it anywhere on the battlefield that is more than nine inches 
from any enemy models. This counts as that unit's move for that uh, for that movement phase. That is nice. This is, you know, it applies to everybody, but to be able to just teleport. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that you just, like, competitively, tournament-wise, competitively, if you don't have at least one unit you can teleport, you have to have at least something you can use that answers to the teleport. Yeah. You have to plan around the teleports. The nine inches away, the speed of light is pretty nice. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a one out of six chances that you can teleport any of your units. Yeah. Because it's not you have to pick the unit and then roll. It's you roll the dice and then you pick the friendly unit. Hmm. Yep. So it, it's, a, it's a one out of six chances you get to teleport a unit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not guaranteed. I mean, it's not guaranteed, but it's no, like, it's hey, whatever. So I play off, it's three, epic. four turns in a game. I'm it's bound epic. to get a six, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yep. Maybe? All right, so let's say I have something that says, let's say at the start of your movement phase. Let's say I have something that's in my hero phase. Yeah, no, it's just nine inches away. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. nice thing to have out there that's just a random realm of light feature that's fun. It just adds flavor to the realm of light. Yeah. You know, that exactly. these people can just kind of blink in and out of existence in the realm of light. Yep. Bam. The next one, number four, domain of symmetry and purity. This region is suffused with the purest light, unsettling anything created from the raw stuff of chaos, darkness, and disorder. Effect is subtract one from the bravery characteristic of chaos, destruction, and death units. Wow. wow. It's so benefits order. I I, I think yeah. they're in, in previous memory. I think order gets the short end of the stick a lot. Not in the realm of light. Yeah. In the realm of light, if you roll a four, subtract one from the bravery characteristic of chaos, destruction, and death units. No. There's no roll of anything. Oh, it's yeah. It's just subtract well, no, I know one. you like you roll for the Realmscape feature. Oh, I, you roll oh, for okay, the Realmscape okay, feature. Yeah, if, if the Realmscape feature is four. Wow. Yeah. Subtract you one from four. every unit but order. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Mark, what do you think of number five? Oh, five. All right, so <clears throat> wilderness of broken dreams. So some regions in Haish have been cast down by the subtle curse of chaos. Yes, chaos. Chaos. Uh, or broken by the violence of open war. So you want to subtract one from the bravery characteristic oh. of order units. Yeah, eat it. There's the answer back. <laughs> yeah. So you get one roll yeah. for three of them. Boom. And then you. Yeah. if you roll four, everybody's fucked. Yeah. You roll five, order's Order. fucked. Yeah. Mm. Bam! Answered right back. Second. Yep. Second order. <laughs> All right, six. Nicholas. Etheric beams of light. The magical energy of Haish travels the lands and skies as beams of pure yellow-white illumination. Wizards can tap into this energy to create etheric quartz prisms which will enhance their powers. In your hero phase, 
one friendly wizard can craft an ether quartz prism instead of attempting to cast any spells in that phase. If they do so, they can attempt to cast one extra spell in each of their future hero phases and attempt to unbind one extra spell in each of their future enemy hero phase. A wizard cannot craft more than one ether quartz prism per battle, though your other wizards can do so in future hero phases. Hmm. Damn. I like it a lot. Yeah. That, that is very... That's very... It caters to the wizards. Oh my god, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's very yeah. wizard heavy. Zinch, Slanesh, Elven units. Yeah. It, it, yep. it really is nice for all those wizards. Basically, in, take In a your break. hero phase, one friendly wizard. So you can't do it for all your wizards in no. one phase, nope. but... You can continue to do it if you have if you have multiple wizards. One hero can do it in the first phase, while your other wizard is casting the spell you need. If that if they can all have access to the same spell, it's pretty. So sweet. if a if a wizard has access to the same spell, yeah, can each wizard cast that spell? Not in the same phase. No. So if it's turn one, yeah, hero phase, yeah, wizard number one casts spell a yeah no other wizard can cast spell a yeah no other wizard on your army so say it's like mystic shield it's your turn your army can cast mystic shield okay once the army only one wizard can cast yep. mystic shield yes true so then let's say you get access to a realm uh like a realm spell spell yeah, or 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 now we're gonna we're gonna bounce into malign sorcery and we're gonna do realm spells, right? Even though all of your wizards know those spells, they can't cast the same spell per phase. Per phase, only one wizard can cast a spell per phase. Okay, but say like you have three wizards by the end of the battle. Two of those wizards have died. Now, at the end of the battle, that one wizard can still keep casting. He can still it. casting it because he knows if he, it. If he has access to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to clarify that. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Malign sorcery. Malign sorceries. Heish. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Because I feel very articulate Do it. in my current state of mind. Spells of Heish. At the dawn of the Arcanum Optimar, the learned wizards of Heish watched an uncomfortable mixture of terror and scholarly curiosity as the very nature of magic changed around them. New volumes were soon written on the lore of light and its use. And battlefields across the realm were bathed in its radiance. So here are the six spells of Heish. The first one is the Exercising Beam. The wizard unleashes a ray of pure, incinerating light. The Exercising Beam has a casting value of six. If successfully cast, pick an enemy unit within 12 inches of the caster mm -hmm. that is visible to them. 
that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. If the enemy unit is a demon or death unit, it suffers D6 mortal wounds oh. instead. What? Very nice for Heish. Nice. It's all about exercising wow. the demons and casting Exer- down. Or, so the exercising undead. the demons, like mm. like the Exorcist, not like like Planet Fitness or not some like shit Planet like Fitness. That. Yeah. Okay, the Peloton, your new Peloton mm. cross trainer bike. Right. No. Yeah. Exercising. No. No. no cross- yeah. Not. Not. Not no. exercising. Not like cro- not like cross training or anything like no. that. Not E X. You're screwed. E R X. E-X-O-R. Exorcism. Uh, all right, all right, all right, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so uh, pretty cool. I like the spell. Hmm. All right, next, number, cool. next one. Light of Battle. Mark. Oh. Light of Battle. So the clouds part at the wizard's command, illuminating the battlefield and filling his allies with hope. False hope, I am assured. So, no, that was actually wasn't part of it. But, <laughs> so, Light of Battle has a casting value of five. Wow. All right. Another low one. Mm-hmm. So, if successfully cast, pick a friendly unit within 18 inches of the caster. Do not take Battle Shock tests for that unit until your next hero phase. Not bad. Not taking Battle Shock tests, very important. It, it really is. is. It really is. Well, the there's so many out there. Yeah. That's the only thing I spend my command points on. Yeah. Not taking battle shot tests. That's it. Yeah. But the thing is, shows. with this, every wizard knows all the spells yeah. of this realm. Always. So a key element is you don't have to spend a command point, possibly. Possibly. If you have an opportunity to spend a spell that you're like, hey, future, I may have to spend a command point on this later in the turn. I'm actually just going to spend a spell on that instead. It's, it's nice to have options. That's nice. It's nice to have something you can pick and choose yeah. to use. But with As that, a dwarf absolutely. player yeah. entering into the death realm, now that I have lots of spellcasters, yeah. I'm like, oh, all yeah. right, yeah, let's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. see yeah. what we got going on here. Absolutely. But yeah. it's still nice spending the point and having the sure shot. Yes. You know. Yeah, because you can only do that once, right? How many, well, how many times can you, you can do... try to cast that spell once, but then you can but, also spend spend that yeah. command point later if you have to. For the um, true, yeah. Uh, what is it called For when the, your uh, heroes don't have to take battle shock? That's called the no battle shock inspiration. Uh, you yeah. can do that yeah. as long like as you have generals inspiration. Yeah, or it's, it's, yeah. yeah. You, 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 as long as you have. Command points, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. right. All right, right. Um, I think the way my my daughter's Arcane army is built, this won't affect them. But there are other armies I play that this will be very useful. Yep. The next one, Nicholas, vengeful illumination. The wizard bays the foe in radiating light, directing the arrows and bolts of his allies to their target. Vengeful Illumination has a casting value of 7. If successfully cast, pick an enemy unit within 18 inches of the caster that is visible to them. Add 1 to hit rolls for attacks made with missile weapons that target that that unit until your next hero phase. Thus, I, I like that. If you have a shooting army... 
man, yeah. fantastic yeah. to add to your army. The next one, Aetheric Net. Mark. Yes. Aetheric Net. What no, is it? No, oh, wait, no. no, is it my turn? Yeah, no, it's, it's turn. my turn. It's your turn. Aetheric Net. A net composed of pure light drifts upon the battlefield and stirring all those caught beneath it in unbreakable energies. Aetheric Net has a casting value of six. If successfully cast, pick a point on the battlefield within 18 inches of the caster. Roll a dice for each unit, friend or foe, within three mm. inches of that point. On a four-up, that unit suffers one mortal wound, and its move characteristic is halved until your oh, next hero wow. phase. That I, I like that because yeah. a lot of the time I'm willing to take that risk. Yeah. If it's if if I've got a unit that say say your your unit has like 40 models left. Is your 40 model unit of goblins. Now I've got my 10 witch elves left blocking it. I'm willing to take one mortal wound versus your one mortal, mm-hmm. mortal wound with the net just to make sure that when you do wipe out my witch elves, you don't have any movement left yeah. or your movement is halved. No. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah, you totally. I, I, I'm, I am safe. I don't have to worry about those that unit, no matter how no. big they are. I don't yeah. have to worry no, about that you're, unit getting You're setting to me. the stage for the next round. Yes, or absolutely. When you target a hero that has to be within some sort of like buffer Ooh, zone. Nice. Yeah. And and you hit him and the outer parts of another unit. Yeah. And now both units are halved. Yeah. And then the other units that are surrounding, you know what I mean? Like they want to, yeah. they want to advance, but they can't because now the other guy is half. Mo- you know, like yeah, yeah. You're like want, a, you need this for, hero to keep up with you. Yeah, to for, buff you. You he can't for like a spider fang glitz army. Mm. It's crucial that the you keep the general and the casting, like the. Uh, the big Ragnarok web spinner guy, like they're all close to each other. If they're not close to each other, they don't get the benefits of that. I don't get so it. So if you have those movements, that's crucial. So this is a this is a tip to you guys. Remember this. Absolutely. Tip. Tip to your tip. Tip, tip to, to tip. your tip. And then we're, we're gonna it. space dock real quick. Tip to tip. Healing glow. Mark. Healing glow. Healing Glow! So the wizard channels the pure power of Haish, repairing even the most grievous wounds. So the Healing Glow has a casting value of 7. All right, so the Mm -hmm. standard. Yeah. Right? If successfully cast, pick a friendly unit within 6 inches of the caster that is visible to them. Heal D three wounds allocated to that unit. So wow, that's good. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. But 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 they have to stick close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six inches. And is that healing D three wounds? Like you have to have multiple wound unit or multiple wound models. Yeah. Oh, totally. I keep coming back to that's like heroes and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. All right, so because they usually say, if you don't have multiple wound unit, it has or to be models, a multiple wound model. Then you can replace models. Yeah, in but that this unit. just—I I think it has to be a multiple wound model. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
for it to work. All right, Agreed. so the last one. Banishment. Uh, Nicholas, Matt, banishment. The wizard seals the enemy inside an impenetrable crystal prison that carries them away across the battlefield. That sounds like the neutral zone. Old school oh, Superman. Oh, yeah. Remember? Banishment has a casting value of eight. If successfully cast, oh. pick an enemy unit within 12 inches of the caster that is visible to them. Remove that unit from the battlefield and set it up no again on the battlefield more than nine inches from any models from the caster's army and more 24 inches from the caster. Nice. So wow, that that uh, that's fun. That's I like cool. that. I, I like that. anything yeah. that lets you move a model from the enemy's yeah, unit. Yeah, no go. That's uh, so much fun. Yeah, get over Banishment. here. Banishment. Get over here. That, that's like true wizard battle shit. Yeah, so like you just that's like somebody. hey, whatever. You're going 24 inches from me. Right get the now. fuck away. All right. Nope. Artifacts of power. Weapons of Heish. The first one. <laughs> Artifacts of power, weapons of high Blade of symmetry. This blade cuts through both body and soul. Pick one of the bearer's melee weapons to be a blade of symmetry. Add one to the damage characteristic of that weapon. Mm. You cannot argue with that. that I mean, no, that's just that basic shit. Yeah, yeah. Plus one damage. You can't go wrong. If you hit and wound, plus one damage. So if you, if you wound twice, four damage. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Fucking totally. great. All right. What's the next one, Mark? Gleaming Blade. So this blade invigorates the wielder whenever a blow is struck. So you want to pick one of the bearer's melee weapons to be a gleaming blade. Allocate wounds inflicted by that weapon before allocating wounds inflicted by any other attacks made by the bearer. If one or more wounds are inflicted on an enemy unit by that weapon, heal one wounds allocated to the bearer. Oh. All right, that's uh, that's nice. Uh, if you if you um if you know that your bearer yes is going to be fighting a mob of opponents yeah just just let like let this bearer slog into a mob of whatever useless units. Count on getting one wound back. You can just count on getting one wound back yeah. with this. Yeah. Am I wrong? That's right. No. This way I interpret. No. Yeah. It's like send the hero in, keep him alive. Keep him alive. All right, Nicholas. Luminary rod. The simple staff channels the ether into a devastating beam. Once per battle. Which, honestly. When anything says once per battle, I'm like, meh. But anyway. I know, I know. Let's continue. Yes. Once per battle, pick a point on the battlefield within nine inches of the bear that is visible to them and draw an imaginary straight line one millimeter wide between that point and the closest part of the bear. Each unit other than the bearer that has models passed across by this line suffers D3 mortal 
wounds. Wow. Now, that is each unit. To me, that diminishes the artifact. I. I it's a each one. Model? It's a one. It's a one shot. Like I think it's like Tony Stark when he pulls out that whole laser thing that that he comes out of his armor. Yeah. Definitely it's like awesome. it's, you know what I'm talking about. It's like all of a sudden, like you're beat to shit, beat to shit, beat to shit, and then all of a sudden this, and it's oh, like, oh look, Whoa, they're lining up. Where was that yeah. from? I like scenes ago. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's lining up. Death Blossom. Yeah. All right. So the next one is the Sun Blade. Those struck by this blade are blinded by bursts of prismatic light. Pick one of the bear's melee weapons to be a sunblade. Allocate wounds inflicted by that weapon before allocating wounds inflicted by any other attacks made by the bear. If one or more wounds are inflicted on an enemy hero or monster by that weapon, subtract one from hit rolls for that enemy hero or monster until the end of that phase. It's nice. There's a lot of these that you can find out there in the, all the different realms that like subtract from the opponent. So this is one that's subtract one from hit rolls from enemy hero monsters after you've hit them. Right, but the you have blade. to hit them first. You have to hit them. But say you do, you do what you normally do. All you have to do is hit them. Once you've hit them, now they've got that minus. Now yeah. it's 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 nice to just like. All of these end up being like, I'm going to make my hero better at hurting you, or I'm going to make my hero yeah. better at stopping you from hurting me. And a mind True. game. Defense. It's a mind game. Because now all of a sudden you have to go, wait, if I don't attack that guy first, then uh, he's got the sunblade. going to make me like minus one to hit. Uh, do I attack here? Uh-huh. Or do I attack here? And then now yeah. all of a sudden, like, that's where you want to be. You want to be that's... fucking... You want to be fucking with their mind. All right, Mark, what yes. does the Crystalline Blade do? Crystalline Blade. So this fragile-looking blade strikes harder than its form suggests. So pick one of the bearer's melee weapons to be a Crystalline Blade. Add one to wound rolls for this weapon. So Totally simple. Yeah. Straightforward. Add one to wound rolls. Nice. Oh, that's good. If you've got a weapon that does like six attacks with yeah. a three up to hit, yeah. add one to wound rolls. That's good. Yeah, it's just totally. straightforward yeah, damage. No, no, that helps. Just Do straightforward it. You damage. You slide that in. It'll be helpful. Nicholas, what's the number six? Prism Amniotic. The prism can focus the light of Hish onto a devastating beam. In your shooting phase, you can pick an enemy unit within eight inches of the bear and roll four dice. For each six up, that unit suffers one mortal wound. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't say only once. It just says in your shooting phase. Right. You can... If you've got an enemy hero... It's a shooting attack. Essentially, yeah. you've given yeah. your your non-shooting hero a shooting attack. If you've got a non-named hero that you know is going to be the main target of your enemy, yeah. if you've got someone that's like 
like Mr. Like Mr. Moneybags for buffs. Like mm-hmm. he's just giving buffs out all day long to all your units. And you know everybody's gonna be coming out of nowhere to kill this dude. You just give him this whole like prism of Amtiok and he's just gonna like, oh, you're trying to shut down my buffs? Yep. Sixes. Yeah. Mortal wounds. Mortal wounds. Alright. Artifacts of power, relics of Heish. The first is the Aether Quartz brooch. Aether Quartz is what all of Heish is about. The Aether Quartz brooch. Brooch. Bridge. This fragment of Heishan Realmstone contains small glimpses of the future. Ooh. Each time you spend a command point, roll a dice. On five up, you receive one command point. In Man. Interesting. So, That's amazing. Let's just say, I don't care what where what army you are, what faction you are, you get to pick this list for your artifacts. Yeah. If you don't have any other, like, I don't have anything in mind. I don't care where I'm from strategically. You can just pick this and say, like, bam. Each time you spend a command point, roll a dice. On a five up, receive a command point. That's legit. Yeah. That, yes. Totally. That is usable. That's a that's a 33.333% repeating, of course, chance that you get a command point for every time you spend a command point. And guess what? The whole, like, Las Vegas Open, LVO, this was the most common artifact. Really? really? This artifact yeah, were common? I, I could yep. be wrong. Yep. I am 99% certain this is the number one artifact chosen by people that went to LVO. Nice. Yeah. Because command points are legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> command points. Even if you're just talking about inspiring presence. Yeah. I don't have to fucking roll for Battleshock. Yeah. For Battleshock. Yeah, fuck that that sucks. Yeah. I, I take... Uh, I you it. take a fucking shitload of wounds against mm-hmm. a 30 block yeah. of Witch Elves. Because yep. I know... I have laid a shit ton of shots against your witch elves. And how'd that work out for you? And, uh, you know, (laughs) fucking Bowshock. Bowshock is so important and not having to take a Bowshock test. I count on round one not having to take a Bowshock. I have to have. I have to have, me with my daughter as a cane, I have to have one, one command, command point, point to not take a battle shock test round one <sighs> i count my entire game depends on me Mother. not taking that battle shock test so aether quartz brooch not surprising it was one of the most popular <laughs> artifacts at lvo this year yep aether quartz brooch Great. number two mark oh Lens of Refraction. So this lens channels malicious spells away from the bearer and their allies. So each time a friendly unit within six inches of the bearer would suffer any mortal wounds from a spell cast by an enemy wizard, roll a d3 and reduce the number of mortal wounds suffered by that result. That's not bad. Mm. That's a good defensive one. 
right there. Yeah, you know, if you were, if you were, some wizards. This is one of those that, like, the wizard. If, let's say, if if the game were written so that you had to pick a realm, and that every hero in your army got one artifact from that realm, then. Then I think Heish would be super popular because totally. I think there's a nice artifact. But if you were gonna pick two from Heish, you're gonna pick number one because yeah. number one was the most yeah. commonly picked artifact of all uh, of the realms. Yeah. Well, really? well, yeah. Well. All right, Nicholas mirrored. Well, that's Juarez. where that's where the whole, you know, when you're when we're fighting these narrative campaigns, this is where this is gonna be like, hey. We're here in this. We're here in this realm. This is the artifact that you have. Yes. Yep. That's, we're not. I, like, I really like separating the idea. Of, like, you this get to keep it. Yeah. You get to fucking keep it. Separate this from matched play for a second, and we are all doing narrative play. Yes. Then I feel like tons of these artifacts open up. Yeah, it's a lot about like what you get and what you can do at the time that you have matched play. Of course, number one of this realm, bam, people are going to use that. Number two, no, people aren't going to use that. Number three, here I am. Number three, the mirrored curus, the polished armor is capable of deflecting etheric energy. Roll a dice. Each time you allocate a mortal wound to the bearer, on a five up, the wound is negated. On a six up, you can also pick an enemy unit within six inches of the bearer. That unit suffers one mortal wound. That's... It sounds really good. Five up, the wound is negated. Six I up. Hate, I hate five up. I know, but like it's not like a, it's not another roll. If you roll a five, it's negated. So it's the five up ward save. Yeah. If when you roll a six up, you also get to take that wound you would have had and shoot it back. That's. I mean, that's nasty. All right. I, I I see a lot of motion from I'm Mark gonna, over gonna, here. Gonna, Mark, number four. Let's go. Right. No, we're going number four. No, Man, it's me. It's no, me. It's no. my turn. Go, do it. Go, I like go, go, mirrored, go, go, I mean, go, go. I like mirrored Quiris. It's pretty do amazing. It. Number four, light shard. When its carrier is struck down, this gem projects coruscating beams to punish the attacker. If the bearer is slain oh, before sure. removing the model, roll a dice for each enemy unit within six inches of them. On a three up, that unit suffers one mortal wound. That's nice. It's a nice nah. little like suicide bomber nah. kind of thing. There's other things I think that do it better. Anyway, Mark, number five. Five guardians, Coronet. Swirling light surrounds the wearer, instantly solidifying to drive away enemy blows. So once per battle, at the start of your hero phase, the bearer can call upon the guardian spirits. If they do so until your next hero phase, roll a dice each time you allocate a wound. To the bearer on a four up, the wound is negated. Yeah, eat that. Oh. oh. So on a four up, 
you have a wound save. Yeah, I, uh, that's not bad. Yeah. No. Once per battle? Really not yeah, no. Anytime it says once per battle. Once per battle. If it says oh. once per battle, uh, I, I would say, like, oh, no, that's, that's once, once per battle. battle. No. Oh, fuck that. No, that sucks. Yep. Loose balloon. Yep. So, yeah, here we go. Yeah, no good. Sash. Sash of the Ten Paradises. Yeah, that sounds very slanesh. Composed of pure radiance. This sash provides the wearer with a measure of the speed of light itself. What? Add two inches to the bear's move characteristic. Uh, not not to be shrugged off. Not Shrug to be it. like not to be ignored at all. Add no, two inches to the move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Dude. You could get where you want to go with an extra two inches plus your run. Yeah, so say, say like, okay, so I've got the Daughters of Cain, right? Most of the time, they get a plus one to run, plus one to move. Yep. If I can, if I can guarantee a plus two to the, the move of a hero. Yeah. If I've got a Cauldron of Blood or I've got a... Uh, a, a uh, I'm a Medusa. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know what? My whole strategy is I want my Medusa to fight. She's already got a 14-inch move. I'm going to give her a two-more-inch move. Maybe I throw in the, the whole uh, endless spell. You know what? I think two it's a good time. can make a lot of difference. Two inches. Two oh, inches. Yeah. You ask the right person. Two inches means a lot. That's what she said. Yep. What? We're going to take a We're going to take a break. We are. And we're going to wrap it up. This is our break. Wrap it we're up. We're going to take a break and we're going to wrap it up. The God King Sigma could not well perceive the Tourmaline spires, those blinding geometric pillars in Aish, until the ever faithful Lord Relectors of the Tempest Lords braved the deadly beams of light that refracted between them in bringing the faith of Sigma to those benighted reaches, the priests of the God King's Creed gave him focus and extended his reach, allowing him to gather a mighty celestial tempest in that region. In doing so, Sigma tipped the balance between the elf, Stormhost, and Slaneshi-ness that had deadlocked the region for months. Similar bonds of spiritual energy bind every priest and deity in every realm. True faith can change a world. All right, here we are. Hey, what are we drinking? Oh, this is... What are we drinking? One, what, one of Atlanta's finest. Terrapin. Hopsecutioner. Hopsecutioner. Yes. That's, uh, if you hear the dog barking in the background, that is Luna. She loves beer. She loves she beer. She loves IPA. Yeah. And she loves, she loves lizards. And she oh, loves my God. She wants to but eat all of the Florida lizards. Not Same with Mara. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, yeah. Hump, and humping my leg. Yeah, Man, Luna yeah, will she, hump your leg, she, my leg, yeah, Nicholas's she's, leg. She's a mad yep. humper. The matter. Yeah. yeah Don't it matter. matter. She Leg's will hump a leg. It. She'll hump it. She'll hump it. Give me all a right. leg. I'll hump it. We've been talking about heish. Yes. Let's right. finish this up. 
All right, so we've we've gone through all the books. We have. Yeah. Your army is from Heish. Yes. Mm. What are you thinking about? Oh. Mark. Ooh. I'm thinking. Um, so so everything is like rays of light. No, it's rays of light. You, you think about like that. One of the things they talk about that's yeah. not in the books. That's in one of the websites I found. They talk about one of the Fire Slayer lodges. Okay. And that they are from one of the uh, Heish areas. Yeah. And that they have these lenses that they've used because of all the knowledge and the and the the engineering. Mm-hmm. They've got these lenses that they've used angled towards the sun to make their forges hotter than other forges. Oh, wow. So their weapons are based on uh, metals that have been heated mm-hmm. to temperatures higher than any other forges. Right. So their weapons are better than anyone else's. It's like mm. the Thor movie. Yes. Exactly like uh, Ragnarok, Ragnarok, or uh, Infinity War when he's like restarting the star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because at first I envision like this land like uh, like Harry Potter the uh, and the De- Deathly Hallows Part Two. You know where uh, Dumbledore is in the afterlife. Oh, or the, uh, the know, glowing the, the, air. Yeah, the that, magical um, realm. It's just everything is just like ooh, glowing. You see. You know? um, what was it called? Attack of the Titans? Yes. Yep. The sec- the remake. If you look yeah. at the cinematography in the remake of Clash of the Titans, it's all white. Yeah. It's glowing Just white this... lens flares everywhere. Yeah. It sounds very like in the Heish Slanesh kind of realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of like the old like Disney movie of Hercules. Mm. And just, it's yeah. this very, you know, Greek and Romanesque style stories that are kind of just meshed together. All those that, stories are very stunted. They're, they have a very limited perspective of what is existence. But they're happy. They're like... They are. They're happier because they're Disney, right? <laughs> oh, and sure. So they're not going to be super dark. And to me, that just reminds me of this like Haish style like hey we're smarter than people so we have this level of arrogance this level of you know life that we've been around for a while and obviously in Hercules they're not that advanced versus right. our day and age sure but that as we can far tell as, right but as far as like a Herculean style era you know like there's a there there there's there's these these people that they they gravitate towards a hero and when they gravitate they gravitate towards that hero good things happen towards that hero yeah and that that comes back to that whole philosophy in the high section of the book where it's like you get more, more people devoted people to your follow cause. your god yeah yeah. So a god might be more interested in like throwing their banner behind someone who they don't necessarily like, but who has a lot of followers. Right. And that's how you end up with a capturing. Yeah. 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 You end up with like someone who does not be deserve to be right. in a leadership role. <clears throat> they suck. Look at yeah. me. It's Look almost but, like a risk they're... board. Like we're all gonna start. Yeah. Fresh. Yes. And we're gonna take turns. And we're going to start to take over the board. 
as we feel necessary. It's almost like two different games. It's yeah. like they have the risk board with the generals trying to, trying to win the game, yep. and they have the second second game with the gods determining where they're going to put their pieces and mm. absorbing the pieces the generals have. There's a lot of really interesting stuff that could go down if you've got a fight. Not just a war of men, but a war of gods. I feel like Haish opens that can. 100%. That I haven't seen in the other text. Yes. And it's, it's written. Reciprocal plain, sort it's, of it's relationship. It's a reciprocal relationship. Correct. That's what I get out of this. I get that... And because they say, apart from Azir, or whatever, they say apart from Azir, you know, like, if the god doesn't gain power in that realm, they're not the leading god. Yeah. They need to gain followers to gain power in that realm. And they need they to They can't do transcend things. realms, is yeah. what it says. They can't trans. So Nagash, for example, if he doesn't move into Gairan, he doesn't have control of Gairan. Mm-hmm. He, he, ha- even he has to gain control in Gairan in order for him to. But his power in, excuse me, Shaiish won't be the same as his power in Gairan just because of one follower one in Gairan. It, Absolutely. It has to be an like what I hear is his power in Gairan is only dependent on the amount of followers he has in Gairan. Or at least his influence by. Right. His influence by. So if his influence is one percent in Gairan well, then he's 1% against 99% whoever else. Yeah. All the destruction gods. Right. They, they, exactly. Like, you know, Slanesh tether. moves into Gairan. If they, yeah. if they don't have the same amount of people, Mm-mm. they're 1% in Gairan. Well, they're 1% in Gairan. And if Deaths is 1%, yeah. you know, like they're 1%. Tyrion, Teclis, Marathi. They have to actually gain Malarian. followers to gain traction. All that jazz. Yeah. yeah. It's it's I, I think that mythology and that that is a really exciting thing game wise yeah. in a way that for storytelling. Yeah. Is what we're looking at. Interesting. It's actually more democratic than I thought it was. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And uh with our all of our discussions about what we wish we had from a monthly skirmish mm-hmm. subscription. Yeah. I and I'm excited for myself. I'm excited for all of us. I'm yeah. excited for our listeners about what we think we have on deck for all of us to enjoy. If mm. you are a fan of skirmish, if you're a fan of character-based leadership in your skirmish games, leveling, if you like role-playing, yeah. if you like D&D, and you want to incorporate yeah. those ideas and yeah. start a character, grow a character, yeah. play the character. Isn't that nice? Yes, yeah. that's what that's what we want to do. So, uh, between now and next episode, mark what you got going on. Are you putting me in the spot? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Finish this beer. <laughs> that's a good plan. Painting project wise, what do you got going on? I have a uh, corn. Corn. You got yeah. a lot of corn. You always Judge- have corn. Judgments always of corn. Have corn. 
Uh, but hey, you got corn, you, you got all some the new... corny shit. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, How's that Archaeon uh, model? Ooh. That's gonna come out. That's gonna my, that's that's I think after I get uh, the um, terrain, uh, which is the throne. Oh, or, or, you know, so, yeah, and the judgments of corn. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna come out next. So oh, very nice, it very nice. Be, it, it's it's been on the to do list. Nicholas, what you been doing? Well. I've painted the Nagash model. Holy shit! You didn't really that you, you gave. I, you painted that model. I painted the Nagash model. What the fuck? I need the only I need thing pictures? I have left to do is a base. I just have to base it. All right. So when he's based, we need to start doing some like one-on-one hero battles. Uh, that oh, is going to come. I like that. I've got yeah, Olinder. I have completely painted hero wise. I have Marathi. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have Marathi. the mortal and the uh, snake form Marathi yep. yes. completely painted. I have Lady Orlinder. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have what's his name with the wings? Uh, Reichner. Reichner. Reichner the Grim Hailer. I have him oh. wholly painted. Kurnos the Craven King. Oh, uh, the Craven King. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Craven King. Yeah. All right. You gotta have yeah. um, what's his name? The uh, bloodthirster. No, 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 the little guy. Slambo. Slambo. Oh yeah. Right. Did you but, pick right. up Slambo? I gave him as a gift. This guy. You gotta fucking paint Slambo. that guy. You have guy. to fucking paint right. Slambo. Right, so Slambo. Fucking paint Slambo. And Archeon. No matter what so you do, Slambo, Archeon, anything else is gravy. It's Slambo. Slambo yeah. and Archeon. Freaking cool. Paint those guy. two guys, yeah. and you'll be golden. We. Uh, I've got the Nargloth. We, that um, I was originally purchased because yes. he kind of looks like a bloodthirster. Yeah, he does. totally. And yeah. I was like, hey, you know, with my uh, space with marine. my chaos space uh-huh. marines yeah, and the, you know, those of you that are out there, if you don't know, the Reaper bones, the Reaper miniatures four. This is their fourth four? Kickstarter. Reaper so Bones, Reaper Bones yeah. four. 4. This was their fourth Kickstarter. It just completed recently. We got our delivery a couple days ago, and uh, we are going to do a special edition of the show where we uh, show our, uh, like, like our drafting. Because yeah. we kind of like, we all contribute to it. We buy some specific models to ourselves, sure. but then we, we kind of like throw in to kind of draft the core, the core set. sets, the core the stuff additional sets, up. stuff like that. Yeah. But we're going to bring bits. So there's going to be a lot of trading. Yeah. We're going to yeah. look at our yeah. bits. Older yeah. Reaper yeah. stuff that we have, yeah, older Warhammer yep. models yep. that we have, and we're, just kind of throw them into like a sort of a trading barter. I think, right. That's always a challenge because I look, I look at that and I say, yeah, that's on the shelf. It's taking up space. Yep. And is it really important to me or not? Yeah, and like, do I need it? Does it bring me joy? Mm-hmm. Will I need it next year? Mm, There's a third yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, I might need it. Right, because we're we're, we're all yeah. dealing with these models. Yeah. We're all thinking of these ideas. I don't play chaos other than chaos space marines right. and forty k. But so that last any that last s- email you saw that last email about the war the um, war cry, the war cry and the, the slays of darkness or whatever. No, the s- cell swords. Oh, the cell swords, right? Yeah. 
Before that, I'm thinking like, well, I don't need anything chaos in Age of Sigmar because I don't play Age of Kiz or right. Age of Kismar Sigmar Kismar Chaos Kuzmar Kuzmar Chaos. I don't play the Age of Kuzmar. You know what? It's almost two a.m. It's a Saturday night. We've talked about pizza. We've talked about the realm of Heish. We've talked about the Church of Scientology. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like yes. we've covered all of our bases this evening. Yeah. My name is Nicholas, mm-hmm. and uh, I dig the realm of Heish. Heish. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to see the elves desperate. Desperate. I love to see the elves desperate. Oh man! Because you know what? In every other like world, they just have their shit together. And you know what? In the Age of Sigmar, yeah. they don't because what they're the fucking fuck, man. broken. And you know how what? many elf factions are there, and how many dwarf factions are there? Oh, dude, there's so many dwarf factions. It's so good. That's cool. The, the KO so and the Fire Slayers are like way ahead of the Idneth and the Dwarves. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Way ahead. Right. And so, as a dwarf player, I'm like, yeah. you know what? You guys will figure it out. But, you know. Nice. You're good. You're good, kid. You're good. You're good, you, you kid. Got good ideas. So, I'm good with that. What about you, Mark? Me, myself, I feel like uh, the realm of Hayish, the realm of light, is like a John Hughes film. So it's, uh, yeah. It's like it's, it's waiting for Joe Pesci to show up. Well, no, no, no. And more, like, more, more like Breakfast Club, you know, kind of thing. You know, you know, everybody there. It's a little douchey. It's uh, you get your uh, main archetypes uh, that uh, you know. The sticky bandits. Yeah. No. 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 So no. Different John no, Hughes. You, yeah. No. You, you got Sixteen like the, Candles. Yeah. You got, you, You're you, thinking you, Breakfast Club. Yeah. You got. Yeah. No. Exactly. Breakfast Club. You got. You got like the jocks. You got the. The, you know, the jock. Yeah. And the the snuggly guy wears the big coat. Yes, yeah, him, him, and, and the girl uh, that doesn't say a lot. Yeah, well, not so much. Yeah, I, th- I and think then the I, sixteen sixteen candles. Yeah, I was, I, I was gonna say they're a little like the transient from the guy. other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, weird science guy and yeah, the yeah. frog brothers. Yeah. The fr- yeah. All because they're yeah. all in. Different movie, yeah, but it's all related. It's all related. So very well put. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. No, that made no sense. Yeah, no, I, I was I wanted to go where you were going. And I couldn't yeah. get there. Yeah. But you know what? We all love each other. We're wonderful we people. Yeah. This is the end of the Heish episode. Yeah. That's right. That's the end of our uh, realms of Age of Sigmar. All of actually them. our eleventh episode yeah. Yeah. is over. This is yeah. yeah. Hey, guess what? Beyond this, we're going to have a lot of good content. We're going to have stuff that you guys are going to be able to play each time that you play a realm of Age of Sigmar. Like so we've taken fun. the knowledge that we've yeah. gained from these realms. Let's give something back. And we are going to give something back. We are going to give you back tactical options to play the next realms of age of sigmar that you play yes that's what we're gonna give that's warlando that's what we do that's what we're doing thank you for listening 
And I am Adam. And this is Mark. And this is Nicholas. And we are Warlando. And what do we say? War! Yeah, motherfucker. Need another beer. This has been an episode of Warlando. I am Adam. You can reach me as Warlando77 on Twitter or just Warlando on Instagram. You can reach Mark on Twitter and Instagram with the handle of Warlando Mark. You can reach Nicholas on Twitter and Instagram with the handle of Warlando Nick. Please leave comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And thank you very much for listening. Aish, the realm of light. <laughs>